What's up, ladies and germs? Um, so today, um, I had the return of Ronnie J. Franklin, which you'll hear me say again. But um, yeah, so it's kind of a last minute thing, you know, surprisingly trying to get guests, um, you know, is, is always tends to be the hardest move. But um, nonetheless, uh, yeah, Ronnie came on. We chatted up a storm, um, you know, so I hope you guys enjoy it. But first, before that happens, uh, I wanted to get to what's kind of turning to be, you know, not an important part of the segment, I guess. But, you know, everyone seems to like it. Uh, let's talk UFC real quick before we hop into this podcast. Um, Man. God bless. If you didn't see it, you missed it. It was dang. What a flipping night. I know. I cuss like a sailor in this podcast, too, so I don't know why I'm trying to edit myself right now. But, you know, I try to limit the cuss words, right? You know, not everything's got to be full of of foul language. Um, Either way, yeah, dang, guys. This UFC this uh, weekend, man, has some good fights. Uh, one of the older veterans, we'll call him, uh, Jacques Ray, got his upper arm broken in a submission. You could hear it snap pretty loudly. Um, you know, at least on TV. I mean, it was like a, like it was pretty, pretty painful to see. Um, let's see what else good happened. You know, I, I made my scores, or I made my, uh, I hedged my bets, so to speak, on who I thought was going to win. Um, and, you know, I was on point with some of them, some of them not so much. I don't really quite all remember who I picked for what, because there's a lot of cards, uh, a lot of fights on the card. Um, but, yeah, so we'll get to the main event Michael Chandler versus, uh, Charles Oliveira for the vacant lightweight championship title that was made vacant by the GOAT, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Um, he had a 29-0 and record, meaning he never got defeated and he pretty much never lost a round his entire professional career, I don't believe. Um, nonetheless, so he's not the talk. It's about Charles Oliveira. And Michael Chandler. And, uh, man, you want to talk about just two elite athletes going at it. They did. They did. But not for too long because someone got knocked out in the second round. Second of five rounds. Um, You know, I guess we really don't have to keep it a secret because you guys, uh, if you kept up or paying attention to it, you know. Um Charles Oliveira knocked Michael Chandler out. I had chosen Michael Chandler to win the match. Now, here's the thing. So, I believe when you bet, you bet with your head and not your heart, right? In my heart, I wanted Charles Oliveira to win. But as a betting man, or, you know, not a betting man, but, you know, in this instance of betting, uh, I chose Michael Chandler because I honestly thought, you know, he had some momentum and whatever. And, uh, daggone, what a good... Fight. There were some really good fights, uh, you know, 
on this card, but uh, that was a really, that one was really on point. And, um, man, it was just good. Another guy got, like, some hesitated knockout. I don't even know how to explain that. I mean, I guess other than, like, this guy, he, so, I got, I can't even, it was uh, Barboza versus, it's Edson Barbosa versus Shane uh, Burgos. Maybe I'm saying it's B-U-R-G-O-S. I'm looking, I'm not looking this up. This is all just coming off the top of my head, so I'm hoping I'm saying all this correctly. But Edson Barbosa, I want to say hit him with like a right hook right across the head. And it was weird because Shane Burgos takes the shot. Kind of looks like he shakes it off. Gets in a stance, you know, still in a fighting stance. Looked like maybe he was going to try and go in uh, for a double leg. You know, grab both his legs and try and take him down to the ground instead of on his feet. For those who don't understand, double leg. Um, And just the weirdest thing. He was standing there. He takes the shot. He's standing there. And you just see his body kind of, like, he's still consciously there in the moment. But his body just goes, nope. And you watch him slowly kind of like tumble back to the cage as he's trying to kind of keep himself and he just kind of like you know passes out blacks out falls out knocks out whatever you want to call it um but it was a crazy just crazy shot and you know it was kind of hard to even like i think it confused everyone including like the ref the commentators everybody was just like what happened either way so edson barboza hits him with a right hook i believe and uh you know drops Shane Burgos in unique fashion. But, man, yeah, so not to bounce around too much, and uh, I'm not going to keep this much longer because I've already extended my intro time once. <clears throat> but, uh, man, I'm happy for Charles Oliveira. I really am, you know, and I hate it for Michael Chandler, but, you know, kudos to Michael Chandler. I love when someone can get defeated and still show the – uh, heart and admiration of a champ and he did he did you know he said it easy he said hey guys look you know he goes uh i zigged when i should have zagged <laughs> he goes you know that's it he goes but you know i'm living a dream i'm blessed to be here like just like you know your honor and defeat says so much more about you than any actions you take during a win the how, way you handle the defeat says who you are you know, I mean, anyone can, you know, say good stuff when they're on the winning side. But nonetheless, Michael Chandler made a fan out of me uh, with his comments. You know, it made me appreciate how good, you know, how good of a uh, response he had and just, you know, how good of a champion he seemed to make out of that, you know, situation. You know, it sucks, you know, when you come in, you get a title shot, and you get knocked out. You know, especially for Michael Chandler. I mean, he's not a spring chicken. You know, he's getting up there in age. So, you know. But he handled like a champ, and I think he'll be back for sure. I think he, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he'll do good. Nonetheless, I really just wanted to throw UFC talk in there because I know I mentioned last week that I was going to recap it with you guys. Uh, there's something... I'm sure there, you know, there's some UFC something happened this weekend. I'm sure, but I honestly haven't 
looked at it to see what it is. And, uh, in fact, I'll give a quick peek. Quick peek. Hang on. I'm sorry. I know. I said I was going to make this short. I'm doing everything I can to make it longer, right? UFC. What do we got coming up here? We got a fight night. Uh, Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know much about these guys. The co-main is... Um, Look, I'm not even going to pretend I can say this Asian girl's name. It's like Yan Jia. I don't know what it is. Versus Carla uh, Esparza. I've seen her fight a couple times. Carla's really good. Um, I'm sure this would be it. That'll be a good fight. And, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'll be real with you. I don't know much about this fight card. Uh, and being, I just, yeah, I don't know. Either way, I'll tell you more about it probably next week if something good happens if not you know hopefully you guys watch it and if you don't well then whatever um but yeah hey guys for real it's been a little while since i've done a fun little monologue like this before uh a podcast i just want to holler at you guys for a minute tell you i love you i mean it i really do uh thank you for all the support and love you share um i'm constantly working on trying to get new stuff happening you know unfortunately it seems like Either I can't get everything lined up right or it's, you know, there's always something. Anytime you try to do anything, there's always something to slow you down. It's two steps forward and one step back. But, um, you know, I appreciate you guys listening. I love you. I mean it. I really do. Please like, share, tell your friends. But most importantly, enjoy it. And if you got anything you want to holler at me about, it's TG3 underscore podcast or flying by the seat of my pants uh, or something on Facebook. I don't know. All right, guys. Love you. Holler for a dollar. All right, all right. All right. Okay, yeah, now we're working. Now we're working. Okay, guys, sorry. Had a little bit of technical difficulties there in the beginning, but the long-awaited return of Ronnie J. Franklin is here, and I know yes, I sir. gave a shout-out to him, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, the day his children were born, but they have been born, and that's what we're getting ready to talk about. So, being a father, having twins, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's like a... To me, it's like, best way I could put it is like, you're like 10 years old, your parents just got you the coolest gift in the world for Christmas, and it's like a four-hour process to put together, and you're sitting there patiently waiting for it to get put together. <laughs> so I'm seeing these little, little, little burritos, I call them, and I'm waiting like, can you just please start walking? Can we just walk now? Right on. Because yeah, that's yeah, when the yeah. fun starts, right, when you're right, chasing yeah, right around. Right basically just sleeping, eating, and pooping. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like stagnant right now. It's like the calm before a storm, but I want them to start walking and chasing around and Wonder where the hell he disappeared to for a few minutes. Right, yeah, yeah. He sweat for a little <laughs> bit, you know. Throw some balls with him, you know. Right. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm being very impatient to that. I want, right, I want yeah, that to sure. come. Well, ready to be dad. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. It's That's like, awesome. It's like, uh, to me, I think the first year is like all woman. Right, for sure. And then after that, it's like, then I can step in and start doing things that I want to do. But until that eating, sleeping, shit right. phase is over, there's, there's nothing you right. can do. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only fault. You just stare at them. Like, cool. I know. Well, and, and in some ways, I I feel like you know it's a blessing and a curse to have twins because I feel like I, they. So my mom's a twin, so I feel like I kind of get some sort of idea of it. But like my mom and my aunt, uh, they're almost <laughs> they're almost teleconnect kinetic in some way. We're like. One will think of something, and the other will call, hey, you know what? I was just thinking about you, and I was thinking about this. And like, oh, yeah. And it's like it's neat in some way because they seem to always have each other. Throughout their entire lives, they've always had the other one 
you know. I think that's beautiful. I, I, I'm kind of excited to see how that goes because you see a lot of twins create their own language. Right, yeah. Their own yeah. way of communicating. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm curious and excited to see where ours go with that. No, for sure. Well, I, th- yeah. I think that's just great. It's, it's like anything, you know. You know, you look at it and is it a little harder with two right now? Yes. But in life, anything that's hard has a great reward at the end of the at the end of the tunnel. For sure, for sure. And to me, those are rewards. Like, okay, I get to see how they how close they get, how they communicate yeah, with each other, interact with each how other. they grow up together, what they're going to do together. You know, those things are a higher reward than just having one. Right, for sure. In my opinion. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, there's definitely the balance. Obviously, two is more work than one. Oh. But I do, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure like. That, yeah, seeing that connection that they get to create and that connection, you know, you get to have with both of them. I think that's going to be, you know, as as time continues, I'm, yes. I'm excited to see how that plays out. I am too. They got my blood in them. They're going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understatement. They're going to be wild. I, I, can't, I can't wait to see that. They're gonna hopefully there's crazy. enough mom DNA in there to kind of <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're calm both. the storm. I'm kind of curious to see what happens because me and her, I mean, Lindsay Strong wasn't fucking ox. Oh, yeah. no, I'm strong as an ox, just natural strength. And I'm kind of curious to see what these boys are going to do. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, yeah, Lindsay is uh, super, I mean, very strong physically, but even stronger mentally. Just from what what little bit, I mean, you know, I know her well, but like, you know, what, you know, what I do know, but like, she's just. She's nonstop, even when she was pregnant, you know, and you can attest this. I remember seeing, like, I think it was like, up to like six, seven months. Yeah, she was doing CrossFit, yep. like. Up to about 34 weeks, I think she stopped. Yeah, pretty much up until the point they're like, hey, look, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> Guys, in case you don't know, which, I mean, for some of you, you may not. Uh, at the end of this thing, she was she was full term, like, with two babies. Yeah. She was big. So, like, she, you know, and I've seen the post and how, ex- how glad she is to, you know, be relieved of all that weight. <laughs> That's a ton. It's yeah. a ton. Yeah. It's, it's kind of exciting to see what happens. Now, how heavy were they when they came out? Uh, almost seven pounds each. Mm. Mm-hmm. They were almost twenty inches long, and they were almost seven pounds each, which is a normal baby. Jeez, yeah, yeah. I mean, your your standard twins usually come around four to five pounds. Right, right. So for her to have two full-born babies, yeah, was nuts to me. That's crazy. I know, but like she hand, like I said, she handled like a champ. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. never in her post. I never heard her complain. There was never, you know, I'm sure maybe behind doors you, you know. She got, um, I tell you, I, I was blessed because, you know, most people, when they go through the pregnancy, talk about cravings and stuff like that. Right. Her craving was fruit. She yeah. She couldn't eat fast food, which was, oh. thank God, off that. Yeah, yeah. Like, any time sure. that she was around fast food, she'd vomit. Mm. I was like, I don't know. Those, I almost question if they're my kids. I'm like, that may not be my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you look at it, I'm like, uh, we were blessed on that. Like, she didn't eat. Right. The only thing she ate well, that was, like, outside the norm was she got a little bit more sweet tooth. But I think that goes hand-in-hand. Hand. When you're not eating bad food, you're, I feel like right. your sweet tooth increases because you're not intaking the sugar. For sure. For sure. So, I mean, that was it. I mean, she, like, craves ice cream and cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. But most hey, part, awesome. she wouldn't eat out. <laughs> she refused to eat out. Yeah. I yeah, mean, well, it, I mean, it, you know, like I said, previous, you know, obviously previous like, to the pregnancy, she was still fairly healthy. I mean, you know, she worked out, you know. She had already had that mindset of, of kind of clean eating and, oh, and yeah. a healthy life. So I feel like that certainly helps with the... It made a huge difference because when we, we were in the hospital and we had the twins and then we just got in our room and the other nurses I'd never seen them come in, they're like, holy shit, the skin on these kids. 
They've yeah. never seen skin on a kid like that before. They were acting like it was most most. They never seen it because you. What happens is, and and you know, I'm gonna offend a lot of people, which I don't give a shit. But you know, we, we when you go through the process, every other hospital visit before your pregnancy, they're like, "Hey, do you want this vaccine? Do you want this vaccine? Do you want this vaccine?" They probably asked us for about six or seven vaccines, and we all said no. I turned every one of them down. Got you. Yeah. I said no, absolutely not. Now, are you interested at all in getting no, no vaccines? No, zero. Okay, zero. Got you. The okay. only one that I had no choice is only one was a case shot because I circumcised them, but I had no choice. Right, right, no right, choice. right. Okay. But it's either that or I didn't, they didn't get circumcised. So I was like. Yeah, well, for cleanliness purposes. It's, it's interesting. Not about, I, I did it. I did it. I mean, this sounds shallow, but I did it for aesthetics because, you know. Well, I was going to say it's, it's interesting because there's definitely two sides of that coin, and it seems. You Huge. Know, two each, sides. Yeah. Me and Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay didn't want to do it, and I said, Lindsay, I said. I said, I agree with you on a lot of that, but at the end of the day, do you want the boys to grow up and be chastised for being different? Right, right. Well, it's, there's, I'm fucking, fucking sweating my ass off in here. So I mean, it don't make um, no difference to me, but what, it, what I know mentally and in, in how, how right. brutal could be. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're being standing a, in boys' shower in middle school or high be, school? Yeah, I was about to say, nowadays, uh, the, the brutalness of kids' yeah. antagonism can be, you know, and, you know, I don't know. I, I see both sides of the coin here because some yeah. people go, well, people have always been picked on, blah, blah, blah. Right. But there is some difference with the Internet today because you used to, if you got picked on at school, you went home, you cried to mom or dad or whatever, or you just went home and it shut off there. You could play PlayStation or video game. You could cut that out. But now with social media, Camp. yeah, it's 24-hour bullet. Well, you got you to, um, it's the old saying, pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. Is that a battle I want to choose for them? Mm-hmm. Is that a battle mm-hmm. that's really worth fighting? I just I didn't think it was worth it. Right, right. At the end of the day, no. Well, yeah, and I, uh, you know, I mean, I don't think I, as far as I know, I mean, not like it's something I've asked, but I don't know if I've ever met like another male who was uncircumcised. Once again, it's not something that comes up in conversation. But you just made my point. Yeah, yeah. About that for a second. You made my point. It's like, do you do you is that the battle we want to fight? Right, right. Growing up, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I can see both sides of the coin. Some people are like, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't do it. But from my understanding, uh, a big part of it is cleanliness. I don't know how hard it is to clean an uncircumcised penis, but. Let's just be honest. Guys don't like to clean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look. Why add to it? Yeah. You know, well, I mean, that's a big, you know, that can be a dangerous, pretty quick, dangerous deal. Could be. So. Once again, it's one of those, like, I just weren't worth the fight. Right. Yeah. See. But I mean, out, outside of outside of that, I mean, everybody was raving about their skin color. And I, I and you think that's because of the clean eating, or do you? Think I think that's it's of both. I think I think it's a mixture of her. She didn't go to the, I call it the little Debbie snack route. Yeah. Where yeah. everybody's they get their fixation where, you know, I had one friend's wife had had Taco Bell every day. One friend's wife, you know, had X every day. Where mine didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's portionate to the fact that. Newborn babies' immune systems aren't developed. Mm, okay. So if I'm showing five or six vaccinations down the, their throat with an undeveloped immune system, what do you think happens? Right. Nothing good. Yeah, for sure. So I think the mixture of the two resulted in that. Because they have – everybody talks about how their, their skin looks. Interesting. And I thought – I, I found never, it too. So I've never heard – you know, I've never – that's not something I've ever heard. I mean, but, I you know. know. I never thought about it until they I'm started making comments about it in the hospital. Yeah, Never, yeah. never thought twice. I was like, I, it's a baby. What the fuck? I don't I – don't. Right. But they were like – couldn't believe it. Interesting. Huh. 
Isn't that something? It is. It's 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 weird if you just. I feel like um, uh, we talked about it before previously, but uh, getting in the way of nature. I think we we spend too much time getting in the way of nature. If you just let fucking nature do its job, yeah, I agree. Uh, you'll get that. better results. I agree with that. At the end yeah. of the day, I agree with that. Well, I certainly think you know. I I. I don't know if nature always. I mean, I do think there's sometimes we can manipulate things and make things better than nature may have intended it. But you know, I certainly think we um, we are quick to jump further than we need to to try and Absolutely. do things. You know, uh, this is obviously not related to babies. Well, human babies, but um, I got blue jays in my backyard, and every year they make a nest and they lay eggs in this backyard. Um, and I didn't know this at the time, but squirrels will eat baby birds. Had no idea until one day I was doing the dishes and I watched a squirrel run across the yard with a baby bird in its mouth and a mama bird like trying to kill it. And I was like, holy shit. But uh, they do this every year. They lay, make a new nest. They lay four or five little eggs out there. And every year it's, you know, all summer long it's them fighting squirrels. But it's like I see this happen. The other day I saw a squirrel climbing to the bottom of the tree and a bird chased it out. And I went, man, what if I put... You know, like a little chicken wire fence or something around that tree why, to keep the birds. Why? Right. But that's why? The, yeah. And I went, you know what? But who am I to mess with nature? If for hundreds of years or however long these squirrels have decided to try and eat these little birds, you know, like who am I to go mess with the system? I, I think the system works. And, and the problem is, is, is we let emotion get involved in that. And I mean, yeah, well, I disclaimer, I'm no medical doctor, but I'm just giving you my, my personal opinion on this. But okay, say you get your wife pregnant. She has a miscarriage. I think that's the body rejecting a bad specimen. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe so. You know, yeah. I've never thought about that, but, you know. I mean, I, I think that's nature going, oh, no, 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 no. That's not. Right. That's not. That's weak. That's weak one. Well, we I got, certainly we, don't we, think, you know. I. <sighs> we overanalyze it, but what if that's what it was doing? Right. What if What if nature's just going, no, no. Yeah. Right. Well, no. you know, I certainly, I certainly see your point there, and that makes sense. What if, yeah. I mean, what if a miscarriage is the body going, hey, you no. know. Something it's rejected. Was, yeah, something was wrong with this, yes. and you know, so we had to. I understand that. I mean, I mean, like I said, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to be one, but but it makes me wonder if we just if we took all of the if maybe we're technology and all the and bullshit fix. outside, maybe that's just nature doing its thing. Going, no, no, you're right. Do, do it again. Right. Yeah. Kind of like you erasing if you're drawing a paper and you erase something because I got to redo it. Right. Yeah. It wasn't quite what you wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder. You know. Like I said, I think, you know, obviously we need to, uh, we as people have to make adjustments and make things happen. But I do think we're too quick to jump in the way of nature for what we it's think is best. It's our emotional investment. We get emotionally invested. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the squirrel thing. You know, like I you said. You got there, emotionally invested. Well, yeah. Well, I was like, man, I was like, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. The day I was washing dishes and I saw that squirrel walk by, run by with that bird in its mouth, I went, oh, like it. You know, for a minute, it kind of fucked with me. I was like, oh, weird. That's crazy. But like, think, go, go from the bird perspective. Think about how hardcore nature is. It really is. A bird kicks you out of the nest. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's like, if you don't make it, they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. That just means yeah. you weren't strong enough to survive. Yeah. You, you weren't strong enough to be on the, on the world. Yeah. Well, certainly nature, I feel like nature's, uh, I won't say instinctive behavior, but nature's instinctive thing is the strongest survive. The yeah. weakest die. The strongest survive. That's, that's how you how flourish. Yeah. That is how you flourish, and right. that, that that's not discredit anybody. It's just that's just reality. How you flourish, right? It's it's the old. Um, it's like don't let the drowning victim drown you. Yeah. Mentality. Oh yeah. Well, look, I saw I saw this. Uh, it was a perfect image. It was two pears hanging on a tree, 
one was rotten and poisoned, but because it was leaning up against this other one, it was poisoning and rot, yep. rotting this other one. And it said, don't let bad company ruin you. Or some of those ones. That's the same principle. Is, yeah. is, is I think the problem with our society today is we spend too much time accommodating our week. Yeah. Well, Way too I, much time. Yeah. I think there's, there's a balance. Because obviously. I don't think there is a balance. There is about there isn't I right. mean, a week is your week. It's, it, um, well, I think I mean the the best example I use and and I, I like um, I think the gazelles. What lions chase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you get a pack, they're always in a herd or pack of gazelles. They'll kick the slowest one out. Oh yeah, without oh, even yeah. thinking twice. Yeah, especially absolutely. if a lion starts chasing, you're done. You're well, the like, slowest. You're getting sacrificed. But I mean that's the nature of the rawest point. Yeah. Well, it's you know. So so in my when you look at its rawest point, nature doesn't doesn't accommodate. No, nature nature is a uh, nature is all about the alpha. Nature is all about the alpha male. I was it's just all about survival. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we well, it's not even not even just survival. I was listening to it is it's survival. Well, yes, yes. But like I was listening to. Uh, Colian Noir was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about his first. He went on his first real hunt, and he said he was hunting buffalo. He said uh, he found this buffalo, the like leader of this. I think so. It was three or four of them. Leader of this herd. He shot it. As soon as he shot this buffalo, it didn't go down because how strong they are. He said, but as soon as he shot it, instantly the two next to it biggest buffaloes started goring this buffalo and trying to kill it because they want to become the alpha. They want to yeah. become the top. And that's how nature is. Nature is, you know, it's survival of the fittest it and you want to be the top of the food chain. But that's how you survive. Yeah. You, you, you don't, the reason a gazelle would, would essentially sacrifice his week because what's a lion going to do if you give him a week? He's done. Yeah. 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 Well, he's the not going to eat you. are good. Yeah. yeah. So I give up one versus four or five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that goes back to, you know, you start, you start combinating weak then you're just going down a rabbit hole you're never going to get out of. You destroy everything. Yeah, I agree. Well, I th- everything gets weaker. Your structure gets weaker. Everything gets weaker. And and you look at them, you say, well, well, I feel bad for these. But it's just life, man. You're going to have strong. You're going to have weak. Well, you know? no, I do agree. I'm I a strong agree. individual. Do I think that I'm, I'm the strongest individual in the world? No. But right. I still think I have my level of strength. I think with humans, though, um, I think there, there's some accommodation because weak – with humans, I feel like it's a bit objective because you can take, you know, a power lifter That's and put him beside Elon Musk. Well, physically, this power lifter is stronger, but mentally, you know, from a brain's perspective, you know, like I couldn't do the stuff Elon Musk does. I can't. No. So, you know, I feel like. But some, do you think Elon Musk is an alpha? In some sense. I think he's a 100% alpha. Yeah. I, I mean. Like I said, alpha this, isn't defined by an action. No, true, true. But I mean, you know, if we had taken, if this had been fifty years ago, us being the age we are, Elon Musk would have been a nobody. No, that's not true. Well, I mean, maybe not. But I mean, he wouldn't have been the accomplishments he's created I now mean, wouldn't be his same accomplishments. I feel like you're going with like a leader back in the day with somebody of brute strength and strong. I, I disagree with you. Gotcha. Yeah. No. I. Well, no. I think. I think we're on the same page. I think there's two. Strength is measured in different different ways, and I Absolutely. think what makes someone an alpha isn't necessarily one strength opposed to the other. It's like, uh, I guess the best perspective is like Gladiator, one of my favorite movies. Okay, Maximus Decimus Meridius, smart, strong, warrior, mm-hmm. not in charge. Right, right. 
Those guys are never in charge. Right. That's the whole birth of a right-hand man. Right, yeah, for sure. You know? Like, that yeah, would, definitely. like, if, if, I put, if I would put myself, project myself in, in times like that, I would be more that guy. Right. No, for sure, yeah, yeah. I'd I feel like, guy. I mean, yeah, I would probably be, I'm too. Sit back I mean, I'm certainly. In a tent and calculate and all that shit? No. Yeah. You want me to go out there and fucking wreak havoc? I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, you know, that's why I say I'm very well aware that if, if I was in that time, yeah, I'm dumb. I'd be pick up rock, put it down. Pick up rock, put it down. <laughs> but I think that, that that's where that doesn't mean strength and weakness is different. Weak is somebody can contribute. Right. Society is a different form no matter what. But if you can't contribute, you're weak. True. Okay. okay take, take our modern, um, best example for our modern day person that doesn't contribute to society, who actually hurts society. The little white guy that sits in the mom's basement. Yeah, yeah. Guy's little blue check mark on Twitter. Yeah, bombarding well, yeah. everybody. Yeah, that that's was, protecting the yeah. weak, and he gets protected. Well, yeah, that the guys who yeah who sit there, you know, when who, that guy should be eliminated. Right. Well, yeah. Not. I mean, I'm not. No. Uh, let me rephrase. Not eliminated, like killed, but he should be eliminated from. His, <laughs> right. He should be made. He should be made to pick his pick up his ball and start making making right. moves. He yeah. shouldn't be held to a high standard. Yeah. He should be kicked out of the house like the bird would be kicked yes. out of the nest. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. And well, well, when I say eliminated, he shouldn't be held to. Twitter shouldn't come to his defense. Is what I'm referring to. Right. Yeah. 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 No one should save him for being. No one should save him for being weak. They they did a. Um, I, I was watching the other day. Those bombardments from blue check marks on Twitter last 24 hours. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If you ignore them for 24 hours, they go away. Man, that's something. I didn't know that. They get no reaction from you. They go away. Hmm. But what we're doing is we're entertaining. Them. Yeah, well, we're feeding. Yeah, we're entertaining. Yeah. It. We're feeding the to the eliminate dumb. it. Don't entertain it. It's like, yeah. Fuck off, man. Because those aren't the guys buying nothing. Those aren't the guys contributing to society. They're not contributing to the economy. They're not contributing to the workforce. They're not contributing nothing. Right. They're just want they they want complete destruction because their life sucks because they're they, they're mo they well, have no yeah. motivation. Misery loves company. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the fact that we're protecting those people blows me away. Well, yeah, and you know. And it's certainly once again we're fighting nature in that aspect. Right. Yeah. We are fighting nature, and yeah. we need to stop. No, for sure, I agree with that. I certainly, you know, it's. I don't know, and it, it kind of trips me out, you know, because like that mindset. I don't. I don't quite understand. Like I, I do pretty. I feel like I do pretty good. You're at not going to be able to understand that mindset. I know it just. You didn't like, come up that way, bud. I said you're not rich. These are all rich people. All of, every one of these guys that sit in their basement are, are family money. Yeah. So they, they were spoiled. They never had to work for nothing. They don't understand nothing. All I know is they obsess over other people's actions. Well, I feel like I feel like I agree with that. But on the fl- I think it's not the only kind. I feel like on the far other side, there's those who grew up impoverished, stuck on welfare, or whatever else. And the only thing they have to do is I don't think sit so. on their phones on social media. I don't and think those guys are... Much part of it as you think, maybe not. But I think I think I think that's the message they they want to send across to you, right? I think that's what they want you to think. I would be hard pressed to think it's the other way, right? Well, I certainly think. Uh, maybe I mean, how long are you going to call people dumb? Before? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I don't think. I think. I think they're just lazy. Like. I know people. No, no, I mean, I mean, if, if they're the portraying the, the poverty people are growing up, I grew up in extreme poverty. Oh, yeah. But me too. You, yeah. you, you portray those people as dumb and adolescent. They can't handle nothing. I mean, eventually. Right. Well, I don't. 
you're seeing it now. You're seeing that little kickback from those guys going, whoa, whoa, whoa we're not part of that. Right. And they may be, you know, that may be how – I don't think – that may be how they're portrayed. I don't think that's the case. I don't think they're dumb or whatever. No. I think you find people – I'm thinking that social media wants you to think that way. Yeah. Because well, they want so. you to believe that the majority of those people are Need those your, people, but they're not. Yeah. Just like if you look at Antifa, they're not poor. Right, no. Yeah. Those are all afflu- affluential – yeah. Kids. Well, they're definitely. If I'm yeah, saying that word yeah, right, sorry. They're funded by something. their parents. Yeah. You, you look at four, there's like four or five of them just alone. You can keep looking at. We're arrested, and they're like, oh, they're staying at their other house. Their parents own four or five houses. I'm like, these kids aren't suffering. Right. Yeah. They don't know what oppression is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no. The, those... Oppression to them is the Wi-Fi getting shut off. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know it's funny. Yeah. I watched a movie. <laughs> I watched a cartoon movie called uh, The Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix. Uh, Sony actually made it. It ended up being a really good movie. Um, but that's kind of the concept. The concept is um, they keep coming out with these new things, kind of like the iPhone or whatever yeah. else, and they come out with this robot. You know, They call it PAL, but um, the robot version of this PAL, instead of a cell phone, is called PAL Max, which sounds like an iPhone. But this thing comes out, and it's kind of helping people. And, of course, it takes over the world because it realizes it can do a better job mm-hmm. at running the world than humans can. And it's kind of the same concept. But, yeah, I mean, you know. That's, that, that's the world we live in. Yeah. Everybody thinks they can, they can tell you how to live your life better. Yeah. And that's, they shouldn't they do that. Lived, yeah, that's sure. the whole mentality of protecting the weak. When we go to protect the weak, we get involved in everybody's business and their life because we think we can do it better than you. Yeah. And that's the mentality that's coming down the chain from the top. No, I agree with that. Yeah, and and that's what that, that that's causing all the problems. I think the biggest problem was with with the kids now is that the teachers got involved. Probably right when I was in school, a little, little later, that's when the teachers decided to go. Oh, we can do a better job than the parents, and the teachers got more involved in parenting the kids than the teachers. Now, do you think that was? What do you think that's from? Do you think that's government? See, that's what I, th- I don't think it's the. Te- I mean, I certainly don't think it's the teachers- a teachers' union. The government infiltrated the teachers' union. Yeah. Teachers' union pushed, the, pushed it down. A teachers' union do that because they want them that way. Because the more they can right. mold you into a certain yeah, way, they can control, control you, you yeah, at the end absolutely. of the day. And that, gonna, that was, and that's the parents' fault. I blame the parents for that. The parents should never relinquish control to the st- schools. Schools right. should have nothing more. Only schools sh- school should be there strictly there to say, okay, can you, two plus two is four, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Move on. Yeah. Schools should be there for. Schools shouldn't be calling your house, calling your parents, checking on you, checking on your parents. Like, no, 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 fucking business. Yeah. No, I agree with that. They're not babysitters. They're no, they're job to find out. I mean, uh, this is the shitty part about world, but th- that's the way life is. If a kid's getting beat, that ain't your job. Yeah. If yeah. parents are beating a kid, that ain't your job. Yeah. That's between the parents and the kid. Yeah, no, I agree. Or yeah, and child. I know it sucks. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean but yeah, I mean, certainly it it's not. It's not a teacher's. But job. all you're doing, getting involved in that situation, is never increased somebody's life. It's always made it better, worse. Yeah. Always made it worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, I certainly, I certainly don't think it's Especially the job of someone. Yeah. I like that. I don't think it's the job of someone who's if if you went to school to teach arithmetic, your job's not to teach psychology too. No. You know? Now, if a, t- if a student came to you and go, hey, I'm having a hard time at home, I need help, you direct that, yeah, that student. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. for you to openly get involved is none of your business. And that, well, and in some way, I feel like that kind of comes back to that weak versus uh, uh, strong mentality. Well, because uh, – let me think how, I wanna, uh, how I'm trying to say this. Um, well, did Travis tell you what happened to him? We'll give you a good example. What was that? Which one? So, Bella has um, – what is, what is that skin shit again? Eczema. Eczema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a little bad eczema. So she, they're teaching her how to ride a bike. 
obviously when you first start riding a bike as a young kid, you fall off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have bruises. Yeah. Oh, they had to the cops' house to arrest him. Oh, he did. He vaguely mentioned that. He mentioned the cops. When the school <laughs> knew when they signed her up that yeah, she has she skin problems. Yeah. They didn't call the parents. They yeah. didn't check in with them to see what was going on. They just sent a cop to his house. That's the problem. Yeah. No, that would, that would piss me off. <laughs> I'd burn the school down. Yeah, that pissed me off. I'd burn her house. Not only would I burn school down, but I'd go to te- every single teacher's house and I'd burn her house down. Oh, I'd go to that teacher and I'd be like, hey, bro, you got a fucking problem. No, I, there was no talking after that. Yeah, yeah. To me, there's no talking <laughs> after that. You had your chance to talk to me. That's gone. And for those who don't know, that's why Lindsay comes into the picture, too. <laughs> that's exactly why Lindsay comes yeah, into the picture. Because when Ronnie gets upset, Lindsay goes, all right, hang on. <laughs> we, there's no words after that. Yeah. You should have called to my house in, in, in that scenario? Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. Oh, oh buddy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, would, I lost mine. Yeah. They interrogated her without her parents around? Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah. A fucking five-year-old child? I'd be suing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would have lost my mind. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, Travis, who you guys have heard been on the podcast, he's got a little little girl. Um, she's got some skin conditions. She gets bruised and scratched up all the time. And it's not, you know, not a knock. Just is what it is she's a sweet little girl love her to death but uh, yeah she gets bruised and scratched up all the time and uh yeah dude if they had sent a cop to my house i would have <laughs> oh my god I'll i'm like bro you better call some more cops because you're gonna need them yeah. <laughs> I, would come, I, I don't know if i would handle myself very well yeah oh yeah i would uh, i would have i would have been upset but that that's a good that's a very good example of what the problem is yeah yeah no that's 100%. none of your fucking business 100 percent. yeah yeah or you know Okay, say you're a teacher. You see this kid bruised up. You go, hey, Bella, what, what happened? Oh, I fell off my bike. Oh, okay. Did you learn how to ride your bike? Yeah. All right, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear. You know. I, I mean, you're talking about somebody has a, a history of skin problems. Yeah, yeah. It's a known issue. Yeah, and yeah. It's and in her fucking file. I was about to say, and it's not like she's got, time, like, she's had very obvious. Skin issues. Obvious skin issues. Yeah. You know, like, it ain't like. You, know, you could just touch her and her fucking whole arm bruise That's up. what I was going to say. It ain't like it's something that happens like every once in a great while. No, you know, once a month it seems she's got something Well, that's on. the difference. The difference before would be like uh, when I was in school, when, when I was in that, that elementary school, if the school called my, my mom at that point in time, mom, mom answered her phone and be like, hey, we got your son. Is he alive? Yes. Did he break anything? No. Click. Yeah. That, would, that was literally yeah. the phone call. Yeah, for sure. When I was in school, <laughs> I remember we got, me and my buddy got in a fight with some other dudes on the bus when we were in school. And I remember them calling my mom or dad. I don't remember which one they called, but I remember call one. And uh, they were like, all right, well, what do you want us to do? And that was it. My parents made whatever decision they made, and it went on. Now, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't much of a decision. The guy had called my, so basically, my friend growing up was this black kid named Brian, and they called Brian the N-word. So me and Brian proceeded yeah. to, you know beat these guys up on the bus and that was you know so they call my parents pretty sure it was my dad and he was like um is he okay no like, yeah he's okay they're like is anyone trying to like press charge or anything and i was like all right cool let him go home and that was it you and know it, like parents should be allowed to decide whether what happens I mean, to their children we have five well six good years before we have to worry about truly worry about school right right but if it stays the same i'm not putting them in school you going to homeschool mm-hmm. them you know, I kind of feel like here's the thing. Because homeschool is different now. I did, oh, yeah. I did a little research. Back in the day, I would have said absolutely not because of social issues. Right. You still got to socialize. But it's so, yeah, it's but so now, different now. Now it's gotten to the point where all these guys are so connected that they meet up at gyms, they meet yeah. up at little rec centers, and they have in class. Well, there'll be like 20 of yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. Well, so and they'll I network that way. 
I did homeschooling my last uh, couple years of school. Um, you know, I got kicked out of the, out of the school I was in. Not important. I did homeschooling the past couple, last couple years. Uh, I was in school, and um, even then, like this is before like real social media. MySpace may have been a thing, but like Facebook, all that shit really like hadn't really become a thing yet. But even then, like once a week, once every couple weeks, a bunch of these homeschool kids would meet up, and hang out, and nowadays. Social media has gotten us so detached from everyone anyway. It's like everybody is home. I was about to say, yeah, it's no damn different. They walk around. Yep. A thousand of them walk past each other every day and not notice each other's face because they're looking down. They you know, know, yeah. But I don't, want, I don't want them poisoning my child. I mean, those are my children, mm-hmm. not yours. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I don't want you poisoning them. No, I agree with that. I want them to be free thinkers. I want them to think for themselves. I don't want them to be told they had to think a certain way because that's what school does now. Right. School's not about. Well, it's certainly. It's yeah. not school's about. Hey, we're going to teach you how to write. You in a direction. We're not going to teach you math. But we, we're going to teach you how to be an activist. Right. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I said, school's certainly um, molding in a certain direction. I can teach my kids how to one. add. I can teach my kids how to write. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and not not so. I mean, not to knock the school system, but it's let's terrible. be honest. They're twenty-year-olds. They're ninety percent of the problem. I was going to say they're twenty-year-olds right now that I follow on you or on Instagram who make six figures a year off of YouTube channels. Yep. They don't teach that in school. You're teaching them to go get a job where they can make forty or fifty thousand dollars a year, as opposed to teaching them how to become millionaires. And I understand if I had a high school kid right now, right today, he wouldn't go to college. I tell him absolutely not going to college. Yeah. What? Colleges don't do nothing but turn you into an activist. They're going to tell you you're racist because I'm white. They're going to tell you you're this. You're going to tell you you're that. They're not teaching you how to be a better person. Well, I was going to say, I think, I think college socially can be good for kids. Academically, I think it's a waste of time. It's a waste of fucking time. Nowadays, I think it's a waste of time. 30 years ago? Eh, I made six figures since I was 21, and I never stepped I Well, I stepped on a college campus for six months until I got kicked off the baseball team. Yeah. But I've made six figures since I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah. Mean, you can make money. Mm-hmm. It's well, whether you want to crack that front door open or not. Yeah, yeah. But most twenty ones of my age didn't really want to work. I wanted to work. No, for sure, for sure. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, at twenty one. I was working. I don't know, sixty eight hours a week so welding. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. if you want to work, you'll make money. No, absolutely. Yeah, and that's you'll one thing. Money. That's one thing I always say. If what's you, the if you, you want a job, they're not hard to find. You go. The crazy part is, is eighty percent of the kids that go to school. I, I mean, realistically, I'm backtrack a little bit. Just said, said this. If you're going to go to school a long time, I go to college if you're a doctor or lawyer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you're going to go some for form of, of super crazy level of of um, education. Yeah, no, 100 percent. You know, like a vet, doctor, lawyer, you know, if you ain't going to be any of those, don't waste your time. Yeah. All you can do is put, put yourself in debt by two hundred thousand dollars, come out making 50, 60 grand a year, kind of pay off that debt. Yeah. Well, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, absolutely. I f- yeah. I mean, if you're not going for something that's, uh, you know, you're, you're in charge of someone else's life or something like a doctor yeah. or a surgeon or something. Yeah. All this other shit is shit. Waste time. Go to yeah. trade school. Yeah. Go learn to weld. Yeah. Welders make $150,000 a year. That's what I did. I quit. I quit. Well, you know, just throw it out there. I quit high school. Two weeks later, I got my GED. Two weeks after that, I was in college while all my friends were still in 10th grade. By the time they got out of school, I already had a, a you know a trade certificate, and I was making, I was bringing home fifteen hundred bucks a week. Bro, welding, and if you live in the state of Florida like we do, uh, AC repair, mm-hmm. all six figure jobs with no education, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. zero education, six figures. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Especially AC work down here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're making stupid money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't see a poor AC guy in Florida. No. No, you don't see you don't see <laughs> one without work either. <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, but that, that's just going to show you, if you're not going to be something like that, don't go. Go to a trade yeah. school. Yeah. I like Mike Rose, one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Oh, God, I, I love, love him. him. <laughs> but he talks about that. I think we spend we don't spend enough time directing our youth to trade schools. Trade, learn our fucking craft. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, I think our the mechanics at my dealership that I run make fucking 150 grand a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think what the problem is, is society or whatever, they look at what they think we need, right? For a while, it was, oh, we need doctors, we need this. So they pushed that, and they pushed it as hard as they can until everyone does it, and then they go, oh, wait a minute. We don't have anyone to work on cars. We don't have anyone to build buildings. What do you mean? We don't have anyone to, to do landscaping? Okay, well, now let's push that. Let's push that because we, we totally, like, there's no balance. They look at you. They go, oh, we have a deficit in this. Let's push all our efforts Okay, let's that. go back. You know why I don't have balance? Because everybody wants to be in your business. Yeah. Everyone wants to tell you what to do. Yeah. Stop telling people what to do. Just let people do what to do. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's, you know. It goes, yeah. they're, they're trying to do it in every aspect. They're going, they're going, well, there's not enough diversity. And I was like, that's the biggest car I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Do women want to be programmers? No. no. So are you going to have diversity? No. Right. Yeah. No pro- woman has, I mean, the amount of women that have any interest in programming is min- very, minuscule. Yeah, very low. I mean, minuscule. Yeah, for sure. I bet, I bet it's probably one in every thousand. Right. Well, and I think that's the problem when they talk about wage gaps, too. The problem is, you're talking about wage gaps and shit, people, like, that both sexes don't care to do. Well, so, the reason the reason it seems there's a wage gap is because men work more. Right. Or, or I didn't mean wage I mean, like, the discre- discrepancy of men. That's how what I'm many saying. men versus women are in a oh, field. The, yeah. It's 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 not. It's be- what you're willing to do. Yeah. They're not. Look. How many women want to climb up? I would, Let's think about this. You make ten grand to fifteen grand a month working on cell phone towers without an education. Yeah. How many women want to climb up those? Yeah, very little. Yeah. There's part of me that goes, <laughs> right. I won't do it. Yeah. There's I'm part of me no. that goes, man, I think it'd be cool as shit to be a stunt man. How many women can I think of that go, oh, it'd be cool as shit to be a stunt man? No, no because they're not. In- and it's not a knock towards them. There's plenty of things that they're very fucking good at it's, that I could not do. It's our. It, we are different, and we have different interests. Mm-hmm. That's just reality and the the, the sanction of our life, and that that. That to me is it, what makes life beautiful is the differences where we're trying to eliminate the differences. And I hate that. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I agree. Nature, nature has built things or, you know, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It has been built a certain way and not that things can't evolve and can't change, but we don't need to force evolution. Evolution will happen on its own, regardless of what we do. We need to embrace what is and work harder to make it better yeah you know i think that's our biggest problem is foundation that's all we should care about yeah i mean like i said you know there are plenty of jobs men are very good at we build the proper foundation everything will take care of itself at the top yeah yeah and like i said there are plenty of jobs that women are very good at that men are not and it's not it's not it's not a knock towards either sex some people are better at other things. Some genders are better at other things. It's just what it is. That's the way life is, and that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's what, you the know, beautiful part. It's which, just, it's like uh, you look at it in, in just my my minuscule industry. I you don't see a lot of female sales managers. Yeah, in my or industry, salesmen. or salesmen. Are there some? Yeah, and they're fucking badass at it. When you get it, yeah. when you get the one, one, they're the ones fucking that'll badass. Make it, the ones that'll make it past that first 90 days of shit are badass. Yeah. 
but you don't see a lot of them. But then you look at the front office that runs the dealership, as far as the human resource part. How many guys you see in there? Yeah, no, absolutely none. Absolutely, yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah, it's preference. Yeah, well, it's 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 preference, I think, but it's also in those two instances, guys aren't quite geared as much to sit down and do computer work as much as they are to go out and see there's an alpha there's an alpha male tendency to selling a car you know i mean would you use that specific whatever because both you and i know that um when you sell a car to a customer man woman child it doesn't matter there's success in that there's a good feeling when you get that deal well competition yeah yeah absolutely but not even necessarily competition against others as maybe even competition against yourself just that it was a battle. Every time you sell a car, for those who've never sold cars, it's a battle because it's the only thing you sell that people think they know more about than you do. It's the only thing. They don't do it with houses. They don't do it with cell phones. It's the only thing where people come in and they go, hey, you know what? I know what this is priced, but I'm not paying you that much for it. It's just competition win. Yeah. Well, 100 Yeah. It's, it's I mean, you're, you're – um, I don't want to make it sound like I think some women are competitive, but I think the majority of women aren't. I think they're less competitive. I, I mean, that's, you know, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, th- I think you do have your really hardcore. Like my wife's extremely competitive individual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think there's a small majority of them. They do play sports through college. You got some right, professional. Yeah. They're, they're competitive. But I think if you took them from the masses, I mean the whole, I think there's less competitive women than there is men. Oh, yeah. I think from a whole perspective. Statistically, and, you know, I'm pulling this out of my ass, so it's not like I got statistics. I would say – 20 to 25 percent of women are competitive, whereas probably 75 percent of men. I mean, just are to give a base example. Of, yeah. Yes, I, I I agree. There's there's a disparity there, and I think we don't want to acknowledge that. I don't even think it's that we don't want. To, I think we don't. I think the the just to say that that Google has to Google ha, is not hiring enough women programmers is not because they're they're applying. Right. And we're turning them down. It's because they're not applying. Yeah. It's because they don't want no part of the job. Well, it's like when Harvard says they want to uh, diversify their races and they make it harder for Asians to get in. That's bullshit. If Asians are working harder at math and English and whatever fucking else they do, and they get in there over leaps and bounds, I don't give a fuck if the whole thing's 100% Asian. They deserve it because that individual worked, their ass off. worked hard, regardless of what their race or ethnicity is or gender. They worked hard to get where they are. And, then you look, and to cut them down because you feel like, oh, well, we need to make it look like the, we care more. Fuck off. Harvard's, fuck all the whites. Fuck all the— Harvard's you cutting know. everybody down. You know, you got you to gotta have—listen, I'm, I'm, I'm using examples here. These aren't real numbers. But if you look it up, you can find the real numbers. Disparity, like Asians have to have like a 1400 or 1350 to get in Harvard. White person has to have 12, 1250. Yeah, that's bullshit. Black person has to have 1,000. Yeah, that's bullshit. So what you're saying is you're, you're not being diverse. You're saying that black people are stupid. Yeah, what you're saying is that you have enough racist inclination in you as a university that you're going, all right, well, we don't feel like black people are even fucking good enough, so we're going to just cut all their shit down as low as possible yes. so we can get them in here. Yes. That's bullshit. That's racist. Look, I'm white, okay, and I'll be the first to admit if they had 100% Asian in there, I'm not upset because if you fucking dumb white motherfuckers can't figure out how to be smarter than them, you don't fucking deserve it. No, you don't. I'm not in Harvard because I'm a fucking dummy. I don't I don't disagree or pretend <laughs> like that's not a thing. I fucking know. Look, if I go take my SATs, I don't know what it is, but it ain't going to be a 4.0 GPA. Guarantee it, okay? It just is what it is. It's not that I'm that dumb, but I'm not smart enough to be a fucking – I'm not smart enough to be in Harvard, and that's what it is. Some – Guess what? There's a 
thousand, thousands of colleges. If you don't get into one, you can get into another. If you can't get into one, if they don't fucking want you, then it don't matter. If you're not good enough, then they don't fucking need you. That's the way it should be, though. Yeah, the way I it agree. Be. I mean, does that hurt my, like, for me, like you, like, for me, if I didn't get a 1300 on my SAT, does that bother me? No. No, because that's not my end goal. Yeah. My end goal is not, not, not to be smart person in the world. My end goal is to make set a living and move on my life. Yeah. Hundred I mean, percent. Some of those guys were just that driven that way. Yeah, I'm not. Right. So stop trying to force people to be driven that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. Absolutely. I think, like I said, I think it's, I'm, it's crazy to me. There's so much. There's so much cattle hurdling, hurdling, cattle herding in our society. Hey, you know, shift That's this the way. Problem. Shift it. Stop. I do agree with that. I do agree. It is a big I, uh, problem. They did. They did. Uh, uh, our new training is. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, race, uh, race theory, mm-hmm. whatever it's called now. GM just launched it. We had to take training on it. Oh goodness! I left them a nasty little fucking review on that shit. That was such racist. The opening thing, the opening thing, opening scene of the training goes, goes. Before you yell at employee, make sure his second language isn't English. Yeah. See that. So you're just right out of the gate. You did, you 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 literally insulted someone. Because they speak a second language. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're okay. So, this guy's incapable of doing the job because he speaks Spanish first and English second. Well, that's the thing. Here's the thing. They're not. So you don't yell at him because he's incapable of doing a job because his his language is. What? I didn't think I didn't think language had anything to do with your skill to work on a fucking car. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, first off, you somebody know, who's not working on a car, they can work on a car. Yeah. You've got decades in the car business. I've got, I don't know, five, six years. I've never run into anyone who ever got fired or laid off or let go or had any problems with a job because of their race. It's normally you got a fucking attitude, you're, you're lazy. Suck at your job. Yeah, you piss somebody off. Something's happened, but it's not got anything to do with race. Bro, there's 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 plenty of mechanic shops that a guy doesn't speak a lick of English. You go over there and goes, it's making this noise, and he goes, yeah, shake his head yes, and he yeah. goes, a fix, yeah, and it's it's fixed, yeah, it's fucking fixed, yeah. That has nothing to yeah. do. with You can a car. drop it off and not say a single word to him, and then in it. a couple of days, he let you know, hey, it's ready, and you, yeah, it's just crazy to me. No, I know, I know, I know, crazy. I hate. Obviously, you know, I feel like it should go without saying, but just to clarify. Um, I hate racism. I hate sexism. I don't think they're correct, and I don't think they it's are. It's all bullshit. But, yeah, I was going to say, they're also propagate. I don't know if propagate is the correct word, but they're also used against us um, all the time. It's, it's a strictly tool to divide because if if said people that divide us, I call them out, LeBron, LeBron James, if he truly cared about eliminating racism, then – he would strive to eliminate race. Yeah. Okay. We got to in a race on every fucking piece of paper. If you truly want to eliminate racism, eliminate it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Think eliminate about that. It. Every time you vote or every time you go to log Ask in. Ask you what your race is. Yeah. I actually, I, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I hadn't thought about that until now. But anytime you sign up for anything, it's, uh, are you a male or a female? Are why does that matter? Right? If it truly right. doesn't matter. Yeah. If he yeah. truly wants to be it all together in one, why are you asking me that yeah. question? The only one question that ever should be asked on that is a census question. Is what? Census. Because that dictates Congress. What do you mean by census? You know you get a census every year? 
Yeah, I, look, I'll be honest with you. If I get them, I throw them away. I yeah, don't ever. You get a, you get a census. <laughs> that's every the one. Year. Ask how many people Census, in your house and things yes, like that. Okay. Yes. 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 Census is and says you know are you American citizen? How yeah. Are yeah. You, how many people in your house? That is what helps branch off how many Congress members you're allowed per state. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So this entire time, I just thought it was some way for the government no, to figure out how many people how, are in your house. That's how they decide. That's so how they decide Congress. Because, <laughs> for example, uh, California lost two seats now. They got to eliminate two seats. Interesting. Now, wait. Now, okay. So Because everybody moved out. Now, so many people move out, it's causing them to lose two seats because they, they can't cover it. Cause now, when you say two seats, you're talking about like two house two, seats. Okay. Okay. Oh, so they, they lose they lose two Congress. I seats. wish you know it's funny. I uh, my family. My why do you think they put all these illegal immigrants in? Because and they don't want you to put illegal immigrant on the census. Because if you get all these illegal immigrants in Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, they count towards census. If they're not asking you if you're a citizen, remember Trump? Why don't yeah, you put yeah. citizen on there? But if it's not on there, they can just say, "Hey, yeah, I'm here." Yeah, yeah. So they, they can control how many house seats each state gets. Interesting. Yeah, see, I don't know enough. It's I should know more about politics because my step family is obsessed. But that's the only obsessed, but documentation that should ever ask you your race, ever. Interesting. Ever. Yeah, yeah. If I go to apply for a job, why the fuck do you need to know what color I am? Yeah, yeah. Should my work ethic, you know, matter more than my race or you know religion? Or I take that back. Like that? A driver's license, because obviously you gotta. Well, yeah, of course, of course. That. But I mean, I, I really, I mean, none of that shit should matter. Now. If you truly believed, if you truly in your heart and your whole intention was to eliminate racism, if I was LeBron James and I really truly cared about racism, I'd eliminate uh, my first my first outcry would be BT. Get the fuck off the TV. Yeah, that's well, segre- I I mean, segregation at its finest. No, I agree with that. I get off the TV because if there was a WET, a white entertainment television, oh shit, people would be melting down. Yeah, now. well, yeah. And now look, you know, obviously not to take sides because. You know, or you can call it whatever it is. But at one point in time, you know, unfortunately, black people did have a little bit. Uh, I mean, they had you know, there was a discrepancy against them. So to pretend like there wasn't, there obviously was. That's in the, but we, by continuing, because by continuing to bring it up. It. Yeah, I was going to say by continuing to bring it up and point it out. All you're doing is none continuing of us lived the in that time error. So who gives a fuck? I agree with that. Yeah, who, I agree. With we that. none of us are part of that time error. So who gives a fuck? I agree with that. We're not hanging fucking Norwegians for fucking Viking days. No, that's true. That's Those true. are the most nastiest people on the planet at one point. That's true, yeah. Yeah. They live to kill you. Yeah, and we don't hang Mongols for <laughs> Genghis Khan. <laughs> right. Just, yeah, you know, he killed a tenth of the population. Because that's how society was then. Yeah. we Our society's different, and it needs to be... It's different. Yeah, I agree. Stop reflecting on society when we weren't in that society. I agree. No, I absolutely agree. I don't know... I don't know necessarily. That's like, it's, it's as dumb as it, basic as it is. It's like, okay, me and you driving down the road. Cop pulls me over for you speeding. Gives me a ticket because you sped. Yeah, right, yeah. That's not okay. No. So yeah. why are we doing it? No, I agree with that. I Yeah, to drag on <laughs> to drag on this idea of racism is stupid uh, because, I don't know, racism. We're not racist. This okay. country's not racist. The, if you just left it off the news, it, it just well, wouldn't. Are you gonna have? Are you gonna have kids call each other crackers and you know the n words? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Are there, that's never gonna go away. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say, are there racists in this country? Sure, but is the country overall racist? No, no, no. You're talking less than a percent. Yeah. Well, at this point, here's the thing. At this point, I think racism has, the racists have shifted, involved. It's not. It's elitist. There are people who are at the top, yeah. and we're, there's everyone else. There's I mean, the all of at us. The top of the most racist. 
Oh yeah. Well, By it's far. it's not even racist. They just don't want anyone else to do as yeah. good as them. So they're at the top, and all of us, regardless of whether you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, all of those who are at the bottom. Maybe not Asians because they're smarter than fuck, but. Um, Everyone else, we're sitting here at the bottom. We're all getting shit on. We're all slaves. We're all fucked, okay? Because there's no middle anymore. You're either elite or you're, like, down here trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Which is sad because middle class runs the country. Yeah. That's the American. I know. That's part of being Americans. We have a middle class. That's the problem. Other countries don't have middle class like we do. Yeah. But you eliminated it. We're just like everybody else. Yeah. We're We're nobody. Look, I've said it for years. We're a communist country with a free name. Yeah. I've said that for years. We're a communist country with a free name. Somebody's running this shit behind the scenes. That's getting worse. We're, we're oh, not, yeah. We're not. Well, here's the thing. Before, it was behind the scenes, and it was hidden. Now it's coming out. We're seeing it, yeah. but there's nothing we can do because we're so far gone. There's something we can do. There's only, like I've said before, there's only one thing we can do. Revolution. Pull up our fucking gun. <laughs> pull our guns out. We all mass up. I mean, listen. 74 million people, just 74 million people. I don't want to use the word because I don't, I don't want to say... Trump were Americans. They right, voted right. against the Democrats because right. the Democrats are anti-Americans. Period. Right. Give a shit who you, who you are. You're an anti-American. You're pro-China. 74 million people voted against them that we know. And there could be more. Just what we know. Right. Through the Dutch South. That's more than all the military branches combined. Right. So if we pull up our, our all if we com- got together and I pulled a gun out, they would shit their britches. Because they couldn't do shit. Right. They couldn't do nothing. I think there ain't the, enough intel in the military. I think the fear is not so much. That is the fear because they want to take our guns for well, that right, one right, reason. Right. But I don't know the fear from that a different perspective. It's not so much like us trying to revolutionize against America, like the government and the government fighting That's us. That's what needs to happen. I think the fear is we revolutionize, try and stand against the government. The government doesn't take it. And in the meantime... Russia or China or somebody goes, oh, this is perfect, perfect time. I don't think I don't think that would happen. You don't think so? You don't think Russia or China could? No. We fall, the whole world falls. Hmm. So they would need us. So if you take, you take um, what I mean by that is I think you'll have countries. I know the news is going to tell you differently, but I think on the, on, the, on, the, on the reality of the world, I think you'll have countries back us. Well, for sure. I mean, you'll have countries come in. Like if we, if we, if we, if we bared arms and we all went out and went to the capital, all hundred million, hundred fifty million of us that that are totally against this shit, that are true Americans and true patriots, put a gun on our shoulders, and we went to fucking the capital and said, "We're done with y'all, motherfuckers." Russia will come behind us. You'll see. I think the only only country that won't. Try to help us. Well, two, I, th- I think, are running the, co- the, the ones that are running the world is China and the UK. Interesting. I think UK runs the hmm. entire world. You think the UK runs the entire Absolutely. world? Absolutely. What, what makes you, because I'm, you know, I mean, I, if you I said China, left, I get it. I don't think we left the royal, royal family runs the whole world through. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I do. I think we're still, we never really truly separated as much as we thought we did. Interesting. All we did was, all we did was, uh, um, they, they stood down for a minute. Yeah, you hear that? Well, well, well look, <laughs> look how how much they're trying to copy England, and the Europe, <laughs> with policies. Yeah. I hadn't. I never. That had never crossed my mind. Yeah. If you, uh, if, you if you, you spend if you spend a little time to compare it to, they're trying to copy. We're rolling with the royal family. Hmm. The test country is Australia. They test everything first in Australia. 
Hmm. Everything gets tested there first. It's nuts. I don't know why. I don't know why Australia. I don't know. I've done enough research on that. I don't say. I, but Australia's always the first to do things. All the wacky shit. They're like we. We're like that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we've kind of got this weird thing with Australia, you know, since the beginning. Because we thought it was, yep. you know, I mean, I say we, we weren't involved, but uh, you know, at one point in time, Australia became a, a a country because they sent all the prisoners there, thinking it was a shitty place, uh, only realizing they had only discovered one side of the continent or country or whatever you want to call it, and didn't realize on the other side of the island it was beautiful. So, I mean, it goes pretty deep. I mean, in reality, yeah. Well, there's, you know, that seems to be the case with a lot. I mean, obviously, everything has some sort of origin story. But it's funny when you start digging how many things. I, that's why I said the only way to stop this, the only way anything is if everybody just walked out of their house with a, with a fucking gun. Right. And said enough's enough. Because if you think about it, the military and the police take oaths to protect us, not the government. Yeah. Us. They're not doing that. No, not at all. Well, They're protecting the government. That's, that's not your oath you take. My worry, that is not nothing close to it. I will never support cops. I will never support uh, military ever again. Right. You have an oath. You took it. You didn't abide by it. You protect the government. You don't protect people. Right. You're there to protect people. Well, the, that's the fucked up. I don't want to be like that. But at the end of the day, that you've left me no choice now. Right. No, I agree. Because you're not protecting the people. I agree with you. I think the problem. The problem and is COVID exposed it the most. Oh yeah. Well, COVID exposed. You got cops arresting people for opening business to feed people. That's not protecting the people. That's that's doing the bidding of your government. That's a communist society. I think COVID exposed the fact that um, these cops aren't free to do their job in some sense. In the sense that... They can't um, do their job if they want to do their job. It's a choice they make. Well, yes, but I think they also... Here's the thing. For them, it's a job. It's it's For them, it's their income. If they said, if you went to work and they were like, hey, I know this is a Chevy dealership, but for now on... Um, we're going to sell Chinese, whatever, for Kim Jong, who the fuck ever. Go, go somewhere else. I say, well, uh, okay, right. But for these people, they go, okay, well, this is, you know, when your boss comes to you and says, this is what you're doing today. I need you to Wait do it. this. You can't, you know, for I, them, they go, oh, this is the only way I have to feed my family. This is so something I put all this. $35,000 a year, you really think it's money motivated? I mean, no, I, yeah, I, I understand I mean, what you're saying. how you, hard is it to find a $35,000 a year job? Right, I understand what you're saying. But for me and you, that makes sense. But for, you know, average Joe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe he spent, maybe he spent his entire life not knowing what he was going to do. Then he goes, okay, well, I become a cop. I've been 15, 20 years a cop now. I'm going to retire soon. And now they're telling me I got to do this. I don't feel comfortable with it, but I've got 15, 20 years on the force. This is my pension. This is my life. This is everything I've worked for. My children are relying on me to go you, to college. You, you don't take that job about you. That job's not about you. No, you job. I agree. I agree. When you take that I don't oath, think... none of that should come into play. That means you shouldn't have been a cop. Right. That means you're in the wrong business. I understand that. But I feel like for them, though. I don't. I, I, there's no excuse. Hmm. You don't take that that you don't take that oath if you're not prepared to do that. Right. Well, no, I agree. But what what I'm saying is, say they started. I don't know. I don't know how long a cop, cop's turn is. We'll say 20 how, years. I don't right. care. I don't care how long he's been. You don't do that job. That's like going into a job. That's literally like you going. I'm going to sell cars to Ronnie, but I don't want to work 70 hours a week. Sorry. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I understand that. But things, it's the same concept. You take an oath to protect people at no matter what. Right, and I agree with not that. Not your family. 
your the people. You are sacrificing your life to protect the people. That is a choice you make when you sign up. Right, I agree with that. So when when you bring that when you bring that in, which is let me let me be clear. Most people, it's valid, but not when you take that job. Right. All that shit goes out the window when you decide to do that job. That's why I don't do that job. Right. No, absolutely. But you, it does. And then and there is no excuse for it. There is no excuse when you take, when you make that decision to do it, there's no excuse. Right. No, well, I agree. But if you're in that mindset, though, they should get paid more. They should have better training. No, I will agree with you 100% on that. You know, it's not, it's not that we should For a cop not to make 100 grand a year is crazy to me. It's not well, yeah. For him to not make, you know, at least close to six figures. For him yeah. to not get paid for training to be like a purple belt. And yes. the thing is, they're not trained to dis deescalate that, all that's, situations. That's a conversation than taking an oath. Though. Well, no, I agree. I agree with that. But you know, when you take that oath, if um, somebody that's worried about thirty five thousand dollars a year would be even a worse communist doer if he was making six figures too. Well, no, I agree with that, too. I, That's see, why I say that person doesn't belong there. That person should be thrown out. Right. That person should be let go. Right. Well, I do agree. I No, I mean, I agree that, you know, when you take that oath, it is a very serious oath, and it's not one to be. But uh, it's not anymore. And that bothers me. Right. Well, no, I agree. But, I mean, at the same time. These tyrannical fucking government people, including the school boards, the governors, the fu- fuck that, man. Right. Well, see, that's what I'm saying, though. The police officer who take that oath. They're not making the decisions that come from the higher up that get trickled down to them. So their job is to protect us from those people. So when those decisions come down and they know they're wrong, they're supposed to go, no, we're not doing it. Well, right. But it's the same thing you just said with the racist thing that GM sent where you have to sit there and go, all right, well, I'm not supposed to talk to you this way because your second language is English. Well, it's our job to stand up and go, no. Right. But I mean, at the same. I did. I'm not saying everybody else will, but. Right. Well, and I'm sure there's cops who did go, hey, look, guys, that ain't cool. I don't there agree with some. this. Yeah. There were some, but I mean, everybody in the whole country should have been that way. All right. Well, everyone in G- everyone who works for GM should be like, hey, dude, that's I mean, not you, how it goes. You really think, that, you really think uh, this thing about this, the most, most corrupt states in the country, California, uh, New York, Michigan, if their whole entire police force said we took an oath and we're going to honor our oath, what do you think would happen? I mean, though, I mean, what I'm the sure. governor, what would it have done? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I'm sure it can make a difference, but I mean, that's just, even still. So it could make, well, right. It could have made a difference in that area for world, like countrywide. We probably would never it's heard about it. the same reason. No, yeah. The restrictions wouldn't have been what they did. People's lives would have been taken care of. Yeah. The reason people's lives got ruined is because cops didn't do their job. Hands down. But is it, and I'm referring to COVID. If it's made right. clear, if I if you go COVID, cops just said no. These people need to feed themselves. You don't quarantine healthy people. You quarantine sick people. Right. Not healthy people. Right. So if we're going and arresting business owners that want to get haircuts, feed their family by feed, giving food to people, that's fucked up. Well, what's I and think I, what's fucked up is, and I'm gonna tell you, like government like, officials. Part, part of me, part of me is like. If I was one of these home, these owners and they come to my restaurant, I probably got a bullet in the head. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, look, don't. I'm not disagreeing with you because I think we're on the same page. Uh, but you know, to play devil's advocate, as a you know, I don't know. I get what you're saying, and I agree that there is an oath. But a guy who took that oath in 2000 and then in 2020, this you happens. Change. You can't. Well, I no, I agree. I agree. He shouldn't. Because when you when you very often okay when you do anything. 
If we have rules, when when you veer off said rules, what happens? Well, yeah, chaos. I, yeah, yeah. They're well, there I, for a reason. I agree, but I don't think I don't think the police force is to blame for the chaos. Absolutely, for being a fucking pussy. You should have followed your oath and stood together because you know what would have happened. Like your your fears as a devil advocate that you're bringing up would never happened. Right. No, I agree. If everybody stood in by the oath. Nobody would have lost their job. I, Nobody's family on the police side would have got hurt. That's why the oath is there. Right. Because we always win in masses. So if every cop across the country goes, no, you're not allowed to do that. That's un- unconstitutional. We're not doing that. Guess what would happen? No, None I, of it would have happened. Right. I agree. But I, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. But in this... In this it's COVID- not their job to take orders from the top down. It's their job to take orders from the bottom up. That's why they're here. In theory, yeah. That's what they're supposed to do. No, that's not in theory. That's the reality of it. But is it? does it work that way now? No. But that's how it was Well, that's designed. what I'm saying. On paper, that's how it's supposed to work. Yes. But it hasn't worked that way in a long time, unfortunately. I know. That's the problem. That's why I won't support them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I think we have to support cops, though, because there are good ones no. who do try and do the right so. thing. Not, not in today's days. You don't think there's any good cops that do the right thing? Nope. Not a single one? Nope. See, I, I disagree with you there. Like, sir, I, mean, I mean, not. I mean, no, because nobody stood up to this problem that we had. So, no. Well, Are people out there doing their job the way a cop should do prior to COVID? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Are, are people going home and not being corrupt? Yes. But are they really following the oath and what they're supposed to do for the people? None of them do it. I mean, not a single cop does it. Not a single fucking cop in the country does and honors their oath. Not one. Hmm. Not a single one. All they do is take orders from the government, which is incorrect. And I'm going extreme here, like we're supposed to right, be, right. supposed to be. So, so no, they don't. And I don't. I don't need a cop. I, what do I need a cop for? What do I need a cop for? They're not going to be there if my kid's dying. Right. I I get what you're saying. They're not. They're not going to be there when somebody's breaking into my house. If something's stolen from my house, they don't give a shit. I get what you're saying, but, but I also don't think. I mean, a, a gun is fine. I don't live in the ghetto. Yeah, uh, give me a gun, I'm fine. I don't think uh, I am perfectly 100 percent fine, and that's that's where society's going. Is is you didn't really need think about think about life. You didn't really need law enforcement. The only time we had law enforcement that was really needed is when some when you had people that were committed multiple crimes. Right. They chase those people down. But do I need cops in my neighborhood? No. Right. No, I understand that. No, you'll get a bullet. You fucking, we don't know you're getting a bullet in my neighborhood. Yeah. You, it, is, it is what it is. I mean, look, <laughs> like I said, I'm not disagreeing with you. I have, you know, I have two guns in my house. One is specifically only used for home protection. So um, it's a semi-auto um, shotgun, and it shoots fucking I, rounds like a son I'm of a being, bitch. I'm, so being, I get it. I'm being extreme, but I mean, I, I do think in society, if cops did their job, they are... They would be nice. Oh yeah, well, and they would they would be a plus, but the problem is they're not doing their job. Just like the military, you're not doing your job. None of them are doing their fucking job, and that bothers me. Yeah. That's just me. My, my no. I don't think I'm alone at this point. I think there's millions of people who feel the same way. You're not doing your job. Why are you paying? Why are you taking money out of my fucking paycheck that I pay you every week in taxes and not do your job? Right now, let me ask this: So, do you think we should defund the police? If they're not doing their job, I don't really think no defunding the, the that's that's not a discussion that needs to be had. 
Well, I agree with that. I don't think getting no. rid of the police at all. I the think discussion needs to be had, with, and, it, and the problem is, is it needs to be with the people, with the police, and the people need to go to the police and go, "You took an oath. You take money out of my paycheck every week. Why aren't you doing your fucking job?" Right. Right. Because 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 then. It would be a workup. Okay, if you're going to take orders from the top down, then we don't want you. Right, we'll hire right. our own cops. Right. I'll fund my own cops. Yeah. I'm going to take my money back in taxes, and I'll fund my own. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, uh, neighborhood militia. <laughs> Militias were a thing back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look, yeah. I mean, You, you were a corrupt. You started a militia. Yeah, I'm not saying it jokingly. I mean, yeah, like yeah. a neighborhood militia yeah. would be, yeah. I'll start my own. Why not? What happened to neighborhood watches? What the fuck do I need you for? Yeah. If you're just going to be a fucking lackey for the government to, to fucking hoard us like cattle. Yeah. Because that's not what you're there for. No, I, I agree that the, the... But that needs to be a people in the police conversation, not a governor-senate right. conversation. Right. No, I... Just like um, a good example, of, a little different, but a good example of how it should go down is multiple counties ran the school board off in the past two weeks. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I vaguely heard about it. I haven't read it. Yeah, anybody. parents went in there, stormed down, and said, our kids aren't wearing masks. You can all fuck off. And then they all ran away and quit. Hmm. And they did re-elections that night. Holy shit, okay. And they had their own election. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, no, I That agree. would fix it. Because then when you have that and you interject that kind of power, then we can talk about the real stuff. Right. When we get the real people, we can have the real discussion about funding. Right. Which I'm a firm believer in extra funding. No, I yeah yeah I believe. But I'm well, not going to give extra funding to corporate government lackeys. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't think anyone would disagree. I mean, defunding certainly is not the answer. Though no, some would like to say that. God no. Well, the answer is not. getting the right people that are there for the right reasons. Right. Well, and it's you know that. I, it's easier said than done. Right. It's, well, I just it's, think it's like a, it's a very hard task. I think maybe it's not even getting. I think a lot of those people, when they start, are there for the right reason. But when you have Could lack be. of training, lack of money, lack of help, eventually that right training, regardless, fails you. And you go, okay, look, I mean, I've done it before. Look, you know, I mean, I've had plenty of times where I go, man, look, I need help here and wouldn't get any help. And if you just go, you know, if you want help, then fuck off. I don't give a fuck. If you don't care about this place, then neither do I. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I get it, you know. That I'd, can change if we. It, I, I don't. I'm a firm believer. If we held strong on the oath, and we just right, 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 right reasons. Well, I, yeah, and I agree with that. hundred, you know, I 100. percent Yeah, on on paper that I mean, works. The I problem guess, is you have to. You'd have to get 330 million people to go. You can do hey, it. let's do. I think you can do it. I don't know if you can. Though. I think you can. I mean, you know why a lot of people that were really good at it won't do it? Funding. You you start funding it properly with the right people. You start with the right people, and then you start adding a little funding. Guess who else comes? Hmm. More people. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I, yeah. Money. I just, money is like shit. Flies to shit. When you have money, you'll attract people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's just the reality of the situation. But you got to start. The foundation has to be correct. And the foundation's not correct. Right. Well, yeah, and, it, and yeah. the foundation needs it needs to be blown up. It really do not in a bad way, but in a good way. It needs to be blown. up. The people need to approach the cops and tell them, "Listen, motherfuckers, this is not communist China. You don't work for the government. You work for fucking the people. We pay right, you, right, not the yeah. fucking government." Yeah. And that needs to be message needs to be set in stone and clear as day. Then you can build up. You can't build from a fractured foundation. You have right. to have a solid foundation to build up, and then. 
like, would you ask me, would I throw more money at the police now? No. Not to change. Not in this way. No. no. If 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 there was change, sure. The thing is, if they changed the foundation of the of police. I'm all in. Yeah. Let's go. The thing is, you do have to though. You you have to kind of you have to blow up the system and reset. You have it. to. And the problem is that seems so uncertain. To. You just got to do it, Mexican Band Aid. It's pulled off. I, yeah. It's like it's like it's like it's like it's like. I know. It, the, I don't know. Um. I mean, the quickest example for me is like. I don't, I'm not one of these guys. Like, I've been fat. I've been I've been sh- jacked. I've been you know I've I've gone through my phases. But like, when I'm out of shape and I'm like I'm gonna get in shape, I don't go. Well, I'll start light today and I'll start light tomorrow. Right. No, I go in 150 miles now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm either all in or I'm all out. No, I agree. I agree. And, and if I, I feel I that is a way to success, I believe the, that's a su- successful mindset. In the fact, you can't tiptoe. But I, but I, I, let me like let me finish. When you when you do that, in my opinion. My results are faster and they're more consistent. The guy that tiptoes is more likely to cheat. Well, he's more likely to break cheat his habit. Quit. Yeah. Yes, I hundred percent. So yeah. that's what I mean by I think you'll get to your goal faster if you just blow it up and start over. Right. And yeah. I think the people need to do that. It's the people's fault. It's it's on us. Yeah. Well, on I, us. I agree with you. The problem is I don't. Me and you, I feel like in that regard, have the same mindset where we both know. That diving in is going to get you the best results and the quickest it, results. It'll suck for, at first. Yeah. It'll oh hurt. yeah. Well, that and anything that's anything that's worth having is hard. There's mm-hmm. no nothing nothing worth having that's ever easy to get. That's period. what we talked about earlier with the kids. Yeah. That's, it's just. Yeah. My well, reward's gonna be higher with those. Yeah. But it's the same thing. If you're it's gonna life do in it, general, the people need to go after them. Shut the cops down. Yeah. And start over. The thing is, though, we. <laughs> Like I said, I, it won't happen. Yeah, we're well, so comfortable. I was going to say our mindset. Me and you agree on that, but we, I, I don't think we can convince. There are there's so many people who are comfortable. Here's the thing: say we were to try and I don't want to say overthrow the government, but try and make some sort of negotiation or some sort of understanding. You can't. If in that time the government decides, well, yeah, well that's what I'm saying. In that time, if we if they decide, hey, you know what? While these negotiations are happening, we're not helping you out. Most of these people can't hunt or fish or farm. And I feel like the mass majority without the government is in trouble because they don't that's, know how to live. That's the way they want us. Well, yeah, of course, it. of course. That's why I say, I, in some sense, I don't want to say we're too. I, we're never too late, here, but here. we have a massive hurdle because they have they've corralled us for so long now that we don't know how to break. We actually out. have more power than that than you think. Well, for sure. I mean, you I th- know why? Why is that? Because you take one guy that knows how to do that. One guy, and he he lives in a herd of. 2000 they'll still eat yeah guess whose pockets won't eat right the government's no yeah the one the minute the minute the minute it starts going hardcore and we stop being consumers we start stop consuming yeah oh they'll pay attention oh yeah well no i i agree with that that, that's why that's the whole premise we have all the fucking power but we won't do nothing about it all we have to do is stop hitting by yeah that's it. If we just went on a two-month hiatus and we won't, no, we're good. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. I just don't think you can get everyone to do it. No. You know, people, it's, are too, people are too. You you got all these people who are like sheeps, man. They just whatever yeah. this little phone tells Bro, them to do, they're fucking doing look, it. It's that that movie, uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. I know I mentioned it earlier, but um, that movie. Um, so on the movie, you know, this robot start taking over, <laughs> and it's it's a joke, but it's hilarious in the sense that it's so true. 
they cut off the Wi-Fi, right? And they have these pods that they're putting all the people in uh -huh. so they can shoot them off into space. I know I'm spoiling the whole movie, but whatever. It's worth watching. All these people that won't go in the pods, they shut off the Wi-Fi and they go, free Wi-Fi. And people are diving. Like, they're like, there's so many people in these pods that can't shut the doors on the pods. But it's like, how true is that? It's true. Because if they shut off Wi-Fi, half of society would lose their shit. Yep. You know, like, I can gladly go out without social media. I don't, I don't mind. I don't it. have social media on my phone. No, I mean, literally, pretty much the only reason I have it now at this point would probably be to upload the podcast and pictures of stuff I talked yeah. about on the podcast. Other than that, I, have, I, I tell you, about, I have one. I have stock twits because I trade. Yeah. And like, That's it. I mean, I got them. I got, I got Facebook and I got Inst I don't have Twitter. I got Facebook and Instagram. I have Instagram and Facebook accounts, but I don't have them on my phone. Right, right. Yeah. I got them, but like, I kind of stole it. I mean, I stole this idea from Joe Rogan. Uh, he mentions he spends 20 minutes a day. That's all he allows himself 20 minutes a day on social media. After that, it's a no go. So I kind of have the same mindset in mind. I go, all right, well, 30 minutes max. I don't like. I don't like it at all. Oh, look, I don't like it, but I can certainly get lost on it, and it's, it's not always bad because like I'll read the news and stuff, like or I'll read news articles and stuff. It's not like I'm totally just fucking off. But nonetheless, my return on investment is not very high. And that's what I think about my mind as I go, what is my return on investment with it's, social it's media? It's actually a negative return. Yeah. You're not, it's nothing positive about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, other than, other than, you know, I feel like I get something positive out of the news articles I may read or things I'm, like, because my, I don't know, yeah. my social. If you're taking news off social media, you're taking the wrong news. Well, it's not like, not, not like news news, not like politics, yeah. no, but like. Like, I was watching this thing the other day. Uh, I was reading this article about how they flew this helicopter on Mars for the first time. And it showed a video, and I was reading about Like, things like that I'll read about. Like, tech stuff I'll read about. News, you know, maybe not so much. But, uh, you know, that's really the majority of my social media use. It's probably pretty lame. It's like, I just, you know, I'm looking at nerdy shit I think and the, stock I, stuff. They need to eliminate social media. Yes, but it won't. It will never happen. never happen. It just goes back to my previous conversation. I can tell you the right things to do. I think the right thing to do to fix um, a lot of our problems is the people holding the police accountable. Yeah, will never happen. Right. Well, and even the social media. You can, get, thing. you can get quite a bit. We can get quite a bit of us, but we need the mass to go with us, and the mass will just be chicken out. Yeah. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. When it eventually breaks down, we may have half could, a, half know, a million. You know what <laughs> it is? It's like the best way to say it is is like it's like we have three kings. In our hand? Yeah. We, we have a full house. We have three kings and two queens. Okay. All right? Society does. What society didn't notice, notice was there's no aces. Mm. We think there's aces out there, but there's none. Right, right. Because we weren't paying attention. Right. We're just getting bluffed, and we're they're, too afraid right. to go all in right. because, because we don't we know. Right, because we think that those – no, they're, no, they're gone. They're not yeah. there. Yeah, we're looking at the possibility of losing yeah. as opposed to the possibility they're, of winning. We, we have a, a no-fail situation here. We have the winning hand yeah. if we just did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it, you know. But, yeah, it's – I mean, you got some people participating. I mean, you got things like Hollywood crashing – I know, They're I crashing. Know. The NBA can't even get a million dollars, million people to watch their games. Look, first off, the NBA sucked for probably fifteen years now. So I mean, no, there's no, good a bunch players, of, bunch but of racist, rich, privileged well, just, fucks, man. I'm I'm not a fan. Of, I've never been a fan of the NBA, uh, probably since Michael Jordan left, which I know is silly because that's been twenty plus years. Here's the thing: I love college basketball, and here's the difference between NBA and college. And it's the reason I like college. They play 
for the name on the front of the jersey, not on the back of the jersey. When they go to the NBA, it's all about the name on the back of the jersey. And I'm not hating because I do 100%, regardless whether you like him, hate him, whatever, LeBron James is an excellent basketball player. Same thing with Steph Curry. Same thing with uh, – I don't know. No one's denying their ability. They're right. just scumbags. Right. Well, you know. like I, said, <laughs> I mean, you grew up to an era like Jordan era. Those guys didn't talk about shit like that. No. You they, know what I love about they, Michael Jordan? You got, you got Barkley, Jordan, and all these guys says, no, no, you're going to judge me for what I do on court, not off court. Yeah. You know what I love about Michael Jordan, uh, especially since watching that Last Dance uh, documentary they put out? He was just, you know, look, he gambled. He, but he, was, he was upstanding. When you listen to him talking in interviews or whatever else, it was always just like you couldn't have picked a better fucking thing to say in an interview than what Michael Jordan would say. Oh, the, the best part about that, that – that um, which LeBron should have fucking shut his fucking mouth and listened to it is was Michael Jordan goes, yeah they try to uh, push me to be political during the NBA and stand up and say these things I just didn't agree with so I so my only response was you know what Republicans buy shoes too yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I mean you know <laughs> I mean that's reality you, you you're a fucking product yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're a fucking product. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Make your money. No, absolutely. Yeah, when, you know. And that's what he did. He's like, I shut up, made my money. Because mm-hmm. I know both sides pay. pay. Republicans buy more shit than Democrats do. Mm-hmm. Just think about that for a second. Yeah. That's the craziest part about this. That goes back to the comedy in a week. Is like the Hollywood and all these people are, are accommodating the hippies and the liberals that don't buy shit. Yeah. They're not well, your consumers. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that, that's why capitalism Republic- sits on the right side because capitalism is, you know, cap. they want to talk bad about capitalism. Disclaimer, it's, I'm not a Republican. I'm just, Republicans are your consumers. They consume yeah. everything. Oh, well, yeah. From a, from a, yeah, because they're capitalists. From a business perspective. Yeah. They consume everything. Yeah. Like I said, it's because they're capitalists. They're looking at how much money can I make and how much money can I spend. Let's keep insulting the ones that buy shit. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I know. It's it's mind-boggling to me. It's like NBA is fucking a dumpster fire, man. I know. Well, for ratings, yeah. dumpster yeah. fire. And it has been for a while. I mean, not. I mean, the ratings are plummeting, but oh, it has bad. been for a while. They're so bad that they're less than a million. Baseball struggling to get four hundred thousand people to watch their games. You know, it's just going. It's all going downhill. I got nothing. And then on you baseball. got Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. They're fucking dumpster fire. Oscar lost fifty percent of their viewership this year yeah yeah i got nothing on base. i've never i don't dislike baseball but i've never been a fan of baseball so i can't really you know like where i grew up it, i don't know baseball used to be american but it's yeah. not anymore well that, yeah that's that's not american anymore. that's how i feel yeah see that's how i feel but they brought in a bunch of international players and it, it's lost its pizzazz you know you always i don't know i hate getting into the i don't know enough about baseball to get into the baseball argument but, like, that's America. how I feel. I feel like used to. Not everybody goes, oh, it's, it's America's pastime. Nope. Yeah, it was. It pastime was. Pastime is right. Key word. Yeah, it was. It's 1920, 1930. Sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but when all of them are coming from Cuba and South yeah. America. And I'm an no ex-baseball player. Yeah. And it's no offense to them, you know, because, look, once again, same thing like the Asians in Harvard. If you're a good enough baseball player to make it, I'm not hating on you because I'm not. I'll be I'll be lucky if a slow pitch I could hit, you know. Like my, my, the straw broke me being a ex player was, I went to watch. It was a couple of years ago. I went to watch the All Star game, and shit around. And they only it was only on MLB, and you can only watch it in Spanish. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I blew them up on Twitter. That was the last time I had Twitter. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. You know, that's just, no. That's, that's when it's not America's pastime anymore. No, I agree with that. Now, I'm not, but I'm not upset. I'm not upset about it, though. No. Because, like I said, it's like, you know, like Asians Your and business. Harvard. Your business. You can choose whatever you want, but don't don't complain. Right. When your well, fucking ratings go down. I also feel like, though, you know, I feel like if if all the players that they're picking up are coming out of these other countries, now, unless it's for some sort of monetary something, but if all the if, if they're good enough players that that's the reason they're getting picked up, Go for it. I, I, let it all be Spanish people. Let all let the whole thing be in Spanish. I'm fine with that if they're the best players. But, you know, it's the same thing. Don't sell them because they're – don't grab them because they're a certain race yep. or you need to try and hit a certain demographic or a certain market. Like, I want the best to be the best and everyone else is the 100%. rest. hundred percent. And I don't want nobody uh, – they're complaining now that Tim Tebow got in the NFL. It's like, he's not playing quarterback. He's trying to play tight end. He's, he's in the NFL now? Yeah, signed him. Oh, interesting. Here's yeah. the thing. Urban Meyer signed him. He didn't sign him to play tight end. Urban Meyer signed him to be an on-field coach. Yeah. But Look, everybody's saying he got a second opportunity because he's white, and that's why Kaepernick doesn't get his opportunity. No, Kaepernick don't get an opportunity because he sucks and he refuses to play. Yeah, well, Kaepernick – here's the thing. There's Nobody wants to address that he had multiple contract offers, but he wouldn't take them because they weren't at least $25 million a year. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a difference. There's a difference in the fact, and it's not because they're racist. It's because one wants – To play? Yeah, one's pushing a different – well, here's the thing. One's going – they're going in two different directions in life. One's going down this road that is offering him opportunity, and one's going down this road that is not offering opportunity. Yep. You know, because look – as far as I know, and I could be wrong, I don't know statistically any of it, but as far as I can remember, Tim Tebow was not as good. But yeah. he's not playing quarterback. Yeah. You know, here's the and you know, I don't know. He, Tim, he he's trying out for tight end. Tim Tebow catches so much shit, you know, more so because he's a white, straight Christian male. Yeah. Well, you know, I was gonna say if anything, it's white and Christianity to yeah. are his two downfalls. Uh that he gets Which is but, a crazy reason to be a downfall. I mean yeah. I'm not a Christian, but it's just it's a crazy reason to hate somebody. Well, even even Christianity thinks, thinks crazy because I look, you know, I don't give a shit what your religious preference is. I care as long as you ain't Muslim. You know, I don't even care about that as long as you don't fucking try to kill me or my, you know, like whatever. Well, that's why I, don't, I care about that. So I mean, one, I, the one religion that's violent right now. I was going to say. Now, with that being said, it seems, and I haven't read the Quran or understood Muslim religious, you know, whatever, but it does seem that that is part of their agenda. And if it is, you know. Unfortunately, Violence, to my Muslim friends, I love you, but I don't agree with that. No. You know, like. Unfortunately, you're the only ones being violent right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That's where I have a problem. Especially I don't give a shit what you do in your house. Just don't be violent. Yeah. Yeah. Look, dude, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to praise Jesus, yep. Allah, Satan, the grass outside, don't hurt Mother Nature. Yeah. Don't hurt people. I don't care. You know, like, you know, if you want to support, what is it? Whatever the owl god was that they <laughs> that they called all these Republicans worshiping back in the early two thousands. Uh, if you want to support just him, Republican, that was everybody. Well, yeah, no, it was a lot of the they still elitists. do that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, I got yeah. no doubt that they do. Yeah, Bohemian yeah. Groves. Yeah, yeah. They still do that. They go every year. Do they? Huh. I didn't yeah. know they. St- I mean, I figured they still did it. I didn't know they're still uh-huh. doing it at the same place, uh-huh. same way. Bohemian Groves. Isn't that crazy? It Isn't is that fucking nuts. like look? And once again, I'm not hating on any religion because I think they're. All of them are just, I understand and think they're all crazy just the same, if that makes sense. I understand how you can understand it. I understand how someone, like, I grew up in a Christian household. I understand Christianity very well. 
but I am a firm believer that is just as much as a Christian believes Christianity is the correct thing is the same as a Muslim believes that, you know, the Quran or just don't, don't inflict violence on people. Yeah. 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 That's it. Look, you don't have to agree. You don't even have to like them. Don't kill them. Yeah. You know, just do you stay, stay by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like I said, most, you know, my Muslim friends, that's how they the seem problem, to be. The problem is human nature. We want to fucking force our opinion on everybody. Yeah. Well, the I problem, that yeah. We problem is we think we're right and we're not willing to no. accept. It's not even accepting that their way is right. It's just accepting that they have a different, different. way. And for different some reason, process. we can't do that. You think your way, bud. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said. Just like you wake up, you decide to wear a red shirt. I wake up, I decide to wear a black shirt. Yeah. It is. It's different. Yeah. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like. I don't know. It trips it's me crazy. out because there's all no crazy. need. There's no need to be this way, but yet we are. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I think some way it's instinctual, but I mean, you know, we're in a very. Um, I think we're like at an apex of life. Like, like we're going to turn. We're going to go one way or another. Yeah. Well, I think we're at a very pivotal point in life. Very, very pivotal. We're at one of those like. I mean, my my guessing. I think we're at like a history changing moment. I agree. I agree. No, we definitely, you know, we definitely are. Um, my bigger concern is how big a moment in history is this going to be because this has the potential to, to be, be huge. dangerously huge. Right now, it's... it's. I, uh, I think it's going to go really bad or really well for us. Uh, and I, I think we're going to be... I think three years from now, we're going to be the new USSR. Or three years from now, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna come together and we're gonna say fuck that. We're not doing it. Speaking of USSR, uh, well, not necessarily, but speaking of Russia, um, I watched this documentary on Netflix, also called Icarus. I don't trust anything on Netflix. Oh man, you should watch this documentary. I don't trust it. You should, even if you don't trust it, you should watch. It's good. So basically, uh, it's this guy named Brian Fogel. He's the director. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is how I originally heard about the documentary. I didn't watch it for another probably three months or so after but uh basically this guy wants to this guy brian fogel he's an amateur cyclist mm -hmm. and he goes to do this crazy race uh or whatever and he comes in 14th out of like 200 people but he goes the guys in the top 10 they were on like a totally different level like they were doing some sort of steroids or hgh or something like that so his idea was he goes i wonder if there's a way to do steroids dupe the system and then do this race there is well that was he what he set out to do so he gets this uh this coach the steroid coach or whatever who's part of like maybe he was part of the american olympic team but this guy kind of gets cold feet and goes look i can't do this because of whatever he goes but i know this guy uh who is the olympic president of the olympic committee or something in moscow and he gets with this guy well, long story short, he gets with this guy. He does the race. He doesn't do well. He actually does worse than he did when he first started. But what he finds out is this guy confides in him and goes, hey, yeah, so I've been part of this, uh, you know, this thing for 20 years. We've been doping all of our Olympic players since the 60s. Yeah. So they go through this whole thing. You know, he shows uh, Brian Fogel how he does all these doping, how they did all the stuff. Like, up in, like this happened in 2016. So, like, the – Rio games, uh, the Sochi, Sochi games, like all these games. Like he's telling them, hey, yeah, this is how, this is how we did it. This is how this. So it goes through this entire documentary, and of course, 
Putin's like, no, nah, we don't know nothing about this. This defector, he's just lying. They start killing guys that he was working with out in Russia. This guy ends up coming to America and is hiding with Brian Fogel in California. Like, it's crazy. So, like, 100% worth watching because it's, I mean, like, it's good shit. But, I mean, yeah, so basically he just points out how, you know, Russia has been rigging the games for 50-plus years so they can win, you know, more medals. And then they decide they're not letting Russia play in the Olympics at all. And then somehow there's a little meeting and they decide they're going to let 90% of the Russian team still play. And that's how it kind of ends up. Russia don't fuck around, man. Bro, no, not at all. And that's why I say if I had a fear, it would be that if we try to overthrow our government or try to stand up to our government, Russia's waiting in the wings going, okay, we'll stand with you or we won't stand with you. But when shit hits the fan. You want me to tell you why they stand with us? That way they can steal us later? No, they want China out the way. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, they have our backs up until China's gone. Then you ha- then you'll have concern. Yeah. I don't. I I personally, just me and average Joe, personally think China's problem, not Russia. I no. I agree with that. I, I think Russia's that bully. I agree. Who's China. not as powerful as he thinks he is, but he wants to be left alone. Right. He's like the, the the guy in this corner of the room drinking his fucking beer. Don't bump into me. Yeah. Well, I agree with that, but that's why I think I think China's our number one. China's our number one. We need to worry about. I think Russia's not a close number two, but a number two. That's why I think Russia waits, is in waiting till some real shit hits the fan. They go, oh, now's our opportunity. Because we can't do it when America's at its top. But if they start crumbling from the inside. Because you you take no, I think they just want to be, like I said, I think they're that guy in a bar drinking a beer, being left alone. Just don't knock them, don't bump them, don't bother them, don't talk to them. Hmm. Fine. Then you got China, who's the bar floozy that's sleeping with all the guys in the bar, and all the guys in the bar end up fighting each other as the bar floozy sits back and steals their pocket. The Wallace. See, I and agree it, with you there. I agree I, with and you. And I think he's over here like, Russia's like frustrated, like, God, can we just get rid of China, please? See, I agree in that. I agree that Russia's sitting back, and I do agree that China's a bar floozy. <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think China's that one everyone's attention's on, but I think, I think Russia's that opportunist that goes, well, you know, I ain't going to do anything, but if shit hit the it's fan just, and there was a good Russia's opportunity just there. for permission to kill China. Yeah, like, I think I think yeah I think if China was to start a bar fight, Russia goes, look, I ain't trying to cause problems, but if shit already hits the fan, I might sneak yeah. out without paying my tab. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's like I know I can get arrested for killing that girl, but you know, I see one of these countries start beating her, I may stab her. Yeah, yeah. Make sure she don't get back That's out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I don't think Russia would attack us one on one, but if the opportunity arose and they thought. Hey, there may be, I think that's what they're looking for. I, the reason I say that, and, and I mean, uh, I don't think Putin's that great of a person, but Putin has made it clear, and by his actions, not by what much of he said, he is anti-establishment. Yeah. And so our establishment is tied to China. Yeah. And UK. Right. So he would I, go in hard to get rid of all of them. I agree with that. Yeah. That's where we'd have his alliance. Now, whether after that was all, when the dust settled, I can't tell you where it ended up. But right. I can tell you during that moment, he, he, they're not crossing us. Yeah. They're going hard with us. Well, I say, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're crossing us unless the opportunity arises. It's like, you know, it's like a backstabber. Yeah. He's on our side. Oh, he could backstab We knock China moment. down, then he backstabs. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. That could happen. But at the moment, like you said, if we rose up and did, he'd be like, we'd probably get a little help. He wouldn't. He would announce it, 
but we would mysteriously right. have people show up to help us. Right. Well, and like I'm saying, he may well help us, but he will help us in the sense that he goes, okay, well, if I can take down the people who hold the missiles with these idiots with guns, then I can hit them idiots with the guns with the missiles, and I'm good. So I think, yeah, you know, he's too. I think he's too smart to sit here and go, all right, well, we're going to try and attack him. But I do think, yeah, I mean, it's like a, like a bully. But if I the feel opportunity like arises, you go, oh, okay, there it is. Army wants to believe he, they need, he needs us. China feels they don't. Right. Right. Well, you know, I think Russia feels like, OK, I feel like uh, China, if, if we would finally step up and take out the establishment, go after them in China, he would help us simply just so he get less left alone. Him. He right. don't want no problems. Right. He wants to do his fuckery. He wants to be well, tight. Yeah. He's got good he wants shit to be left alone. Russia. But a lot of their fuckery is bound, is built off of us. Right. As far as his income. Right. He gets a lot of income from us. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't want to ruin that. So he'll he'll. I don't think he'd stab us in the back, but the chance the the chance to get rid of China, and he can he can eliminate China, he would do it to give us a little peace and get rid of the establishment. Because the more peace we have, I think the more bigger his pockets get. Yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah. That's just my. Well, look. I, I mean, think, the end of this documentary. I hate to blow this documentary because I think it was worth watching. But in this documentary, Putin talks with somebody from the Olympic stuff in America. Some fucking English-speaking white motherfucker, he talks to them, and somehow, all of a sudden, 90% Oh, because he probably goes, his, okay, if I'm not allowed in, I'm going to release all the records going that you cheated too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So, obviously, you know, there's some sort of fuckery there. And, he's, okay. yeah, his pockets get lined by just more than our government, the Olympic Committee. It's well, we all line these a lot people. of people's pockets. That's what kills me. Yeah, oh, I know, I know, I know. Well, you know, and, like, obviously, China being a large one. China needs to go away. I know. They need to go away bad. Just, yeah. Well, you know. I don't I don't like nothing about China. I don't want to visit China. I don't want no part of it. They just need to drop a nuke. Right. Eliminate the whole fucking country. Get rid of the whole scumbag system. Right. Yeah. The system definitely is, you know. For those who, I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but if you can hear the planes flying over, uh, we're recording. They're doing practice runs for an air show this weekend. So you, you may have. That's fun. Heard jets flying over from time to time. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't. The other one's ruining everything right now. Them in the UK. Yeah. yeah. China for sure. Oh, no. yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know enough about the UK. The royal family is just a disaster. Yeah. I don't know why they're still around, but. You know, that's an interesting thing. Well, they talk about, you know, and obviously, who knows how true this is. But they talk about how royal families almost d- don't do that much. Like, there's still royal families, but, like, there's a, a parliament or government it's over in the UK money. that's supposed to... But they pull strings, but they're... they're oh, yeah. Well, they're got, uh, they're more of out. a puppet master now than they are... Like, back in the day, they were more involved in politics. Now yeah. they're, they're basically like a shadow yeah. government. Well, they're that quote-unquote elite or that government yeah. that, you know, they're, they're like the government we have where we see the faces that we go, oh, that's the motherfucker there, but then there's just people behind, behind them. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time we look at the president, we go, that piece of shit... Well, you know, maybe he is a piece of shit, but there's some bigger piece of shit behind him telling him what to do. I wonder how. I feel like people are getting really frustrated with the way things are. I wonder how much longer this is going to last. What does the the Just way the, the way government's working? Right yeah. I don't know. People are getting frustrated. Well, I think we're I mean, we're seeing. Are we at the precipice here in a moment where people snap back and do something? I mean, I don't know if we're here right I'm now. I'm not talking about guns. It's right, about, right. Just talking about guns in general. I don't know if we're here at that moment. But if things keep going the way they're going in the next four or five years, I certainly think we'll see it. 
I'm going to tell you right now, they don't want a civil war. Well, no, of course not. Because they won't win. No. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you push them far enough, that's the thing. They if, won't win. If, if, if they were so confident that they control us, why would they barricade the Capitol building? No, true. Well, that's the thing. If you can get to the point that you've pushed American citizens so far that they're willing to go to the extents that they did at the Capitol, correct, they won't win. They will not because, win. Because, you know, you're now putting people in a situation where they're willing to die for what they believe. And when you get to that point. They won't stop us. Yeah. You, yeah, they couldn't. They, could, well, they couldn't without too much mass casualty. They couldn't, period. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Even if they were tried, they couldn't do it without un, without too much mass casualty. Because hypothetically, say we were all good guns, we were like, hey, fuck it, we're going to take over. And they decided, all right, well, we're going to fight you pieces of shit. And they were to try and blow us up or shoot. The casualty, the blowback for them would be so catastrophic that even if they killed all of us, the ones who were left would be like, no, nope, I'm out. I'm going to tell you, I, th- I think, I think two-thirds of the military would step down and go to our side. The minute they saw that the revolution was like, the, the military, people yeah. People would step I up. I agree with that. The, the people that are in the military that, that are l- low enough in rank, then the upper upper that yeah. don't agree with what's coming down the pipe, yeah. they would literally take the uniform Well, that's off. what I was going to say, because those two-thirds those two thirds still live by that oath. Yes. They still live by off. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And they'll be fucked. 100%. I mean, even if they didn't fight sides, I do think they would step down and they go, look, yeah. we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Yeah. I do agree with that. I would like to see that. I think that's the only way to fix it. Yeah, there's part we've, of me. We've part come of me too goes. Far. Part of me goes. Yeah, I would like to see that, but I would like to see that if it doesn't mean some detrimental effect. That's just it, because you know it's a pendulum. It's, it is. It's like Rome. I mean, Rome, Rome built, 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 and then it it crumbled because it went down that it got too far. The corruption got too thick. Yeah. And I think that's why I said we were earlier. We were at an apex. I mean, I think we're there. I'm not talking about tomorrow. No, I, I think yeah. we're th- in, no, within the next I, five or ten years, we're in that right I now. I agree with you there. And that that's – We're either going to go by the, ro- the road of Rome or we're going to do something that's never been done before society. Well, that's what I was getting ready to say. That's what I fear because no great empire in society has ever made – like lasted. We are at – you know, for every empire that gets built, it lasts about 200 years before it falls. I thought it was 100 and, when I did it. It's about 100. Oh, I from, could be wrong. Prime, I thought it was – prime. Okay. Not from the start, but prime. Like when it goes through its prime days, it's usually every 100 years. And we're okay. on that swing. And then, yeah. We're on that until that swing. Yeah. Well, that's what, yeah, exactly. So that's what, that's what I fear, though, because for, you know, reg- you know, however many thousands of years you want to say the earth has been or civilization has been, hundreds, hundreds of dynasties and empires have been built and fallen, and no one has seemed to get past this stage we're at now. No. And that's what that's what I fear, because we're at a stage now where if you read back in history, it's always a stage where genders and I'm not I'm not, you know, talking shit, but it's, it's all shit. yeah, it's 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 a happened in Rome. It happened in it. Like, I mean, all these places I've said Italy, which is, you know, basically well, Rome, deal, but, you look at Rome, it's the same thing. Homosexual yeah. increased. Homosexuality yeah. increased. Well, it was the confusion of the genders, genders and people's. Yeah. It's when you create confusion that society crumbles. And, you know, once again, like I said, I ain't hating. If you want to be a fucking dude one day and a yeah. girl one day, I don't give a shit. If you want to be gay, that's fantastic. That's more women for me. Just, I'm not upset. All that shit. Yeah, but it's when you start confusing right and wrong. Yep. You, and and once, I'm not saying genders or with, race with or who you want to fuck is right or wrong. None of that. It, but when you start confusing different things and you start changing 
when you start accommodating to things that aren't when you start accommodate uh, accommodating so things that aren't uh, that are against nature you know it it falls I, I always says nature's undefeated yeah prime example it takes you out well nature 100 percent is undefeated because regardless regardless if you live the perfect life in 100 years or so i i feel that's what happens back. i mean to put it in layman's terms i think society fights nature fights nature fights nature and it gets to a point and nature cuts its knees out and that's why it falls yeah well yeah and when you say it like that it makes perfect sense nature's like no nah, we had enough we're done yeah yeah we're done with and then shit. you start over yeah yeah and then you're right back to square one yeah. The only thing different now is I think technology-wise we're further along than any other no, I agree time with period. That. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's what makes us feel like we're superior, like we got to figure it figured out. Because you think about the – I listened to a guy. I didn't come up with that idea, the 100 thing. I was listening to a guy, and the guy says he puts our 100-year our start period by World War One. When the – okay. Because yeah. once that World War revolution. that's when we took over as the top dog. Yeah, that was our revolution. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go from there to now, it's 100 years. Yeah. Dude, it's, I mean, yeah, it's very feasible that this could be, we could be at the, you know, not yeah. the end times, but at the end of what we know America no. to be. Right. 100%. Well, that's why I say, yep. that's why I talk about Russia being possibly this opportunist. They're watching, you know, I mean, not just them. Everyone's watching what happens here every, you know, every day. They watch how we as yeah. a society grow further away from our government. Why not? Why it's a ticking time bomb. And if I was, if I was Russia, if I was China, if I was one of these countries who had the capabilities, yeah, I'd watch every day and I go, keep going, keep going, just a little further, guys, just a little further, guys. Yep, I'm waiting, I'm yep. waiting. Now you're fucked. What kills me is why these people are like, you know, these antagonists that are helping destroy everything for a dollar. What's a dollar going to be worth when there's nothing? Here's the see. This is the problem. That's why I have a hard time grasping. I was like, I was like, okay. You could make $100,000 over the next six months, or you can make $5 million over the next 10 years. Which one would you rather have? Yeah. But that's not how we are. The LeBron James and all these fucking racist antagonists that are trying to destroy everybody, they're taking that hundred grand for six months. They're not looking past that six months going, oh, shit, if I shut my fucking mouth, I can make a lot more money over the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. But there's a, there, I mean, it's yeah. it's like it's there's like a lot of people like that though. I don't get it. I don't. I, that's the like one that. part I don't understand. It's like why destroy it if yeah. it's if it's feeding you? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I can think of one guy right now that me and you both know who's a prime example of that. And but you know, who? Well, I won't mention his name up here, but you know, he might happen to be your boss right now. Oh, <laughs> like you know, that's yeah. neither here nor there. But I mean, nonetheless, it's like you can take you know. Yeah, it's. I so think I don't, I don't, that that thought process blows my mind because if they bring it all down, where's your money? What's your money gonna be worth? Mm-hmm. Be worthless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're stepping over dollars to pick up dimes, and it's gonna be worth worthless. Yeah. At the end of the day, because no society means no profit. The problem with society, uh, the problem with the societal standpoint is, these people, they're brainwashed and they don't know it. They think they're fighting for a good cause. I mean, maybe not LeBron James, but these average—he's dumber than a box of rocks. You know, these average people who feel like they're—you know—the ones who are going to these protests and these rallies and stuff—they're all dumb. They all like, right. They well, they—they've been believed. They've been duped to believe that they're doing the right thing. You know, the fact that they can't comprehend that makes me. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's on—it's—it's—it's it's, it's everyone though. It's on both sides. There's people on—you know. I, 
I think the whole entire government. Like, I'm not. I'm not pro GOP. I hate the fucking Republicans. They're a bunch of fucking pussies. Right. Right. No. I. I mean. I. I'm. I would say if I had. I mean. I'm probably. They're center like, right. I. I grew up on Republican values. They're I bought, believe. paid for lackeys left. They're like, just speak up a little bit. Make people think that they can believe in you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like Seriously. I said. I. You know. I got lots of different. You know, I believe in gay rights. If you want to be gay, I don't give a shit. I also believe in guns. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. And I certainly am not going to get rid of mine. You know, look, you want to see a country boy come try and take my fucking guns. Yeah. You know, I'll sit here and, you know, I'll let off rounds and wave at the gays as they ride by. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not here, you know, I'm not here to hate or discriminate because I certainly don't have it figured out. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I am, you know, there's a part of me that is. I don't know if fearful is the correct word, but concerned at where we're heading very. and what, you know, it's very frightening to be because honest I certainly, yeah, my, my, you know, I want to call it theory, but my theory is, yeah, China or Russia or some other second party, third party, whatever. Right now China's our biggest threat without fail. Right. I, but I think because see, that's what I'm saying though. I think like the our, liberal, the, the left wants us to be China, the West. Yeah. They want to just be one solid unit. They already got, they already got Canada locked in. Yeah. The reason Canada hasn't flipped the switch yet is because they're waiting on us. Yeah. Once they get us, they can flip the whole switch, and then us and Canada will be one, and we'll be just brand just identical to China. CCP will be our bosses. Mm-hmm. The, they will run China and us, and then they'll have they'll have it. China will have it. That's mm-hmm. how close we're close. That's a scary we're so point. close that the ch- Chinese has half their military in Canada right now training for cannons. Bro, they got they got the Chinese government has bought. A shit ton of land in the Midwest. Yep. They bought a base, or they bought land in, was it Jamaica or the Bahamas? If I was the United States, that should not be allowed. It certainly should be up for you question. You shouldn't be allowed to buy land in the United States unless you're fucking living here. Yeah, yeah. And land that, you know, seems to be, whether it's bought by the government or easily tracked back to the government, something, I feel like, bro, like, you trying to tell me China's buying a bunch of land or China has a bunch of of, of Bill Gates is the largest landowner in the United States. Yeah, the know. craziest, creepiest fucking dude on the planet. Yeah, that still doesn't scare me as much one as China, though. <laughs> one, one, one sale and that all goes China. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, dude, you know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think China, that's, China's certainly, uh, at this moment, our biggest. Ready. Our biggest, yeah, our biggest player in the game. But. You know, like I said, I hate to keep harping back on Russia, but I think that's what Russia's watching. They're going, okay, I want you guys to duke it out. And whoever wins, I'm going to fucking kill you. Because that's I how I would do it. I don't think they're going to do that. Not to that, that form. They'll come in and help us kill China. Right. Well, I'm saying, I think, you know, I think they would play the cards so they can help defeat one of us so that no, they, no, they can I don't try think and. I think they pick sides immediately. You think so? You Absolutely. Don't think, you don't Absolutely. think if they had the opportunity to try and cut us both out no, at one they time? No, cut China out first. Maybe. Well, yeah, Period. yeah, yeah. Period. Well, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying what happens after dust settles, but if China was to come after us, Russia's coming in. No, I agree with that. But I'm saying after the dust settles, I'm concerned Russia goes, how weak are you guys right now? Mm, okay. that, that could happen when it dust settles, but they're, they're not going to wait and see who finishes. I think they come in 100 miles an hour going, we're going to go after China. No, yeah, I agree with you. I think they come in. I think they come in. Uh, on our side as 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 a ploy of deceit we trust you know we trust okay you guys are helping us out thank goodness because china's got a billion people and they all look the same so (laughs) yeah but then once yeah once the dust settles i go okay because that's opportunist why wouldn't you 
If you had the chance, it's, it's, it's that like that Buffalo alpha male tendency. You're trying, oh, you shot my buddy? All right, I'm going to go ahead and fucking I, help kill him so I can be the alpha. I want to believe that uh, Russia would be like, okay, China's gone. Okay, we can relax a little bit. I'll leave you alone the whole. Maybe. I mean, I've certainly. It doesn't th- mean they wouldn't plot for years on the road, but. I right. Mean, at first, I think they were just like, okay, good. We're gonna, yeah. We'll go back in the corner. Right. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll I mean, I certainly. Our money. I but, so, yeah. But I, things change if once Putin, Putin's in there for a while, though. But. I know. Well, like I said, my cert, my thought is is like, you know, certainly, yeah. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think they're gonna just as soon as like as soon as we raise the flag, they're like, all right, here we go, second round. But I certainly think they watch and they go, okay, well. You know, what are what I'm sure Putin looks at his men and go, all right, statistically, what are our chances we could just go ahead and get yeah. them guys too right now? Okay. All right, we'll we'll let it go a little hard. Yeah, I mean it's you know, it's a game of chess. We're all constantly playing a game of chess against each other. It's so. coming. It's coming. I know. I can't. It's terrifying though to a point. To a point. Yeah, my biggest fear is that I'm checking to see how fast uh, Ethereum No, you're good, buddy. Yeah, my biggest fear is that uh, we get to a point where, you know, we 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 can't handle it. We we don't become the, you know, winners. We're not the, you know, we're the underdogs, and that's my fear. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I don't think whoever we go to war with is not going to defeat us. It's who's going to come afterwards. You know, that first wave, you're ready for. It's that second wave that knocks well, you down. I don't know. I don't know. If, even if we do go to war. Will it be digital? I know. I know. That's the other thing. You know, Albert Einstein made the quote one time. He said, I don't know how World War Three will be fought, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and rocks. And it's like, bro, like, what a fucking profound statement. It will. Yeah. We're, we're bound to kill ourselves. That's yeah. how. Well, not, we I may, mean, we yeah. may go back to Stone Age here shortly. Yeah. Well, maybe not in the basic Stone Age, but this Internet age, it'll be gone. The power grid will get knocked down. Yep. You know, you'll have... You have those who are smart enough to create their own power through solar and wind and whatever else, but all this other, like, yeah, this idea of a main power grid and all that shit. No. I know. We live on such a finite, you know, existence. That's crazy to me. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it could be the end and there'd be no problems. I mean, it'll never be the end of humanity but it'll certainly be the end of no but we can hit, we can start reset again well somebody's gonna start a reset it may not be us but somebody's gonna reset this world. i hope not but it's coming yeah i know china's got fucking rocket things falling out of the sky every day and i think that was a ploy <laughs> i wonder what what do you think about this pipeline that got hacked that was one of my things i wanted to talk to you about we kind of from what i what i've done and looked into i think it was a cover-up uh, so they can blame that on raising the uh, gas prices rising and not Biden. Mm. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, because you, you look at their telltale sign, the first thing that came out, they tried to blame Russia. Yeah. Whenever they try to blame stuff on Russia, guess what? Yeah, it's internal. Yeah, we did it internally. Yeah, no, well, we certainly do it a lot. A hundred percent of the time, it was done internally. Yeah, yeah. So that was our first. Their for me. Oh, Russia hacked and uh, shut that. No, I know. No, you got. I know. That. I know. It's, it's and now it's, you got and it, and, it, and it goes. It's like it's like a. It fell perfectly. So they did that, and then um, all the liberal politicians came out and goes, "Yeah, we don't feel sorry for you. If you don't like the way it is, then you should be driving electric cars." Mm. 
So maybe it's a ploy to. It's all tied in. Now they're getting on right, the soapbox. Right, right. Well, you know, they talked about how in 2025 or 2030 they're yeah. going to have all electric cars. So it would, make sense that that, yeah. it would make sense that that ploy would, you know, push towards it. I, I didn't know if it was something. Uh, our government did that 100%. Yeah. Without fail. Well, I have no doubt that our government had involvement. My question oh, yeah. is, what are they hiding? Was it gas I, prices? I think was gas prices are a problem because gas prices obviously make um, consumer goods go up. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if, you know, my thought was maybe. Consumer goods go up. The economy looks like shit. Yeah. Economies fall apart. My thought was, are they trying to hide? I mean, not that it's hidden. I think they're trying to hide. Uh, There's like the Israel. You know, they got the the. I don't. I don't think they're trying to hide that as much as they're trying to hide that the economy is going to shit. The economy is going to shit too. You know, I was reading this thing where uh, they're, they're on the Biden's track record. It's going to be nothing. There were businesses that are shutting down not because they couldn't be open, but because they can't find people to work for yeah. them. Because so many people are out of work and been out of work. That now these businesses are open up. These people are like, dude, fuck off. I figured this out for this long without you. I don't. Here's the thing. That's the other thing with this internet age. A lot of these people are getting remote jobs or online jobs. Or they find, look, I'm not going to say only fans, yeah. but a lot of women have gone, you know, a lot of people have found different means to make income. And these businesses that needed them for so long can't get them back. Well, that's going to cause inflation to go through the roof like Venezuela. Yeah. That's, well, I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't I mean, know. $1,000 won't be worth shit here shortly, the way it's going. How crazy. How crazy is it? That's why I put all my money in, in crypto. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, same I mean, grace. I think they're, they're going to, they're killing the U.S. dollar right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I certainly think crypto is going to be, I don't know if it'll be the future, but it'll certainly be part of it. You know, I, put I don't money, know if it'll be the only way, but it'll certainly I, be I, a way. I put a chunk of money into it. Yeah. I'm not going to look at it until a couple years from now. I'll well, open it back I mean, up. I bought, you know, I got money in Doge. I mean, it's really yeah. the only one I got money in, but I got money in Doge. And, you know, I, wa- I don't, I don't like, I'm not crazy about it. I'll probably look at it once a week. Elon but, uh, Musk is destroying crypto today. Yeah. That's why it's dropping. I saw where he said that he's that saying more shit about it too. They're no longer, Tesla's no longer allowing Bitcoin as a currency. So, which I found to be interesting too. I did too, because he blamed it tied to uh, environmental. But if you're tying it to environmental, wouldn't you want the, Bitcoin to be the your former currency, not the U.S. dollar, because the U.S. dollar is backed by oil. Right. I mean, I don't know what Bitcoin's backed by. I don't, you know, I no, don't know no, how. It's, it's not. It's, I mean, I get, no environmental Yeah, I was about to say, I guess there's Bitcoin. no, you know, I don't know if there's a technical just, way. I just popped up on our second Ethereum. I was looking at that article. I was like, man, he's not happy. Yeah, the Ethereum thing. There's a lot of a lot of cryptos, too. Uh, I didn't realize well, that. I think, I think you're, you're, you have Bitcoin would be gold. Ethereum will be silver just to give Gotcha. It'll be like like materials. Yep. Okay. Litecoin will probably be like your bronze would be my opinion. Yeah, he keeps bashing it. Elon Musk, Bitcoin bashing continues. Hmm. I know. Elon, yeah. I know. There's something crazy. Yeah, and he was on yeah, SNL. It's down 12% today, Ethereum. He was on SNL, and everyone was uh, mad because he didn't. This is what got me. So he went on Saturday Night Live. Everyone was mad that he didn't do some like Doge thing. Yeah, Doge. And Doge is the problem with Doge is um, Doge can't be valuable because they can't stop printing it. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. What do you mean they can't stop printing? I thought it was there was a finite amount they were quote unquote mining. Interesting. They 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 print like twelve million a day. No shit. I didn't. Where know Bitcoin that. and Ethereum is there's they made so many of them and they'll never make another another amount ever right. again so that's why your bitcoin is so valuable 
it's not because of the way it's used. It's because there's only a set amount of them. God, yeah, there's a finite amount. Yep. Gotcha. Huh. And that's, that's where your value is coming from. There ain't going to be no value in, big, in Doge if they're just millions of them made constantly. Right, right, yeah. I forgot how many, uh, let me look it up, how many they're making a day. Yeah, see. See, I don't know enough about this stuff. Hmm. Ain't that something? We're getting all sorts of education. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've been looking at Ethereum, but I don't really, I haven't bought anything in it. Um, I don't know how much you know about NFTs, but I've been following NFTs. NF yeah, non-fungible tokens. Oh, no, I haven't. Okay, so the idea behind NFTs is this, I don't know if it's a type of currency itself, but basically they're doing all these art auctions and things. These things are called NFTs. They're basically like art, but digital art. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so there's basically they're they're selling they're all these, blockchain. Yeah, they're selling all these mm -hmm. paintings and different things like this that they're making NFTs for millions of dollars uh, that people are buying with Ethereum and crypto and stuff. But I was reading about NFTs. That's how they're doing uh, memorabilia now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy everything in NFT, yep. which I found to be interesting. I was reading about it because I was trying to understand NFTs, and this guy put it in one way uh, that was really I blew my mind in some sense. I mean, it made so much sense in such an easy way. He goes, have you ever bought a video game? I said, well, of course yeah. I bought He goes, have you ever bought, like, like what Call of Duty, you buy, like, tokens or online things so you can buy stuff? He the goes, microtransactions, yeah. yeah. He goes, those are NFTs. He goes, you're basically buying uh, a token or something of currency, of value, in this specific thing. He goes, that's basically what NFT is. You're buying something that people can still see and still get fake copies of or whatever he goes but what you got works is the only one that works in this realm for lack of uh. a better term um but yeah i found that interesting he said you know it was who was saying it maybe it was gary v i think and he was just talking about how nfts will be like are going to be a way of the future because you know it'll be like buying a picasso painting or something mm -hmm. digitally you know yeah of course there's tons of you know replicas right. but you will have the original one so i found that to be interesting I've been reading up a lot on those. Strange. I'm trying to wrap my head around blockchain. I know. I know. I don't quite understand all of it yet. No. I'm still doing that. But, yeah, that's that's my thing with it. The Blockchain is the future, so I'm trying to read into it. Right. I know. Well, that's, like, this thing with this NFT. I was trying to figure out how to make NFTs. I was like, man, like, because, like, obviously. That's how sport mobility is being swapped yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. NFTs. That's part of my Instagram crap I follow. It's the, like I follow this NFT thing that always talks about. But, um, yeah, because there's some of them that are very not like they look so good. It's almost realistic. And there's some of them that are like eight bit, yeah. you know, creations that are selling for stupid money. I'm going, bro, I could probably make that. The eight bit ones I could probably make. Right. The shit look like it came on an NES Nintendo. I'm pretty sure I can make that. I don't know. I've been looking into that, too. But I know, man, we're in a very interesting time. Very. I think about that all the time. Like, man. I wonder if the central bank's going to destroy crypto. I wonder if they can. I, I mean, if there's someone who could, they, they're probably the one. They got the power, but. That's the only thing. Even though I put money in crypto, that scares me. Here's the thing. This is, well, because this was my thought originally about the crypto thing was, yeah, like, the bank would be the one that would stop them. But all these other things that the banks can't control are trying to take this cryptocurrency. You know, as far as, like, uh, like, certain countries 
are trying to take cryptocurrency as as currency uh you know like certain like things that like that aren't necessarily out of the control of central banks you know if they really want to reach their arms long enough i'm pretty sure they could probably you know they probably could stop whatever they wanted to sure but a lot of these places are kind of kind of like with government they're going ah fuck you we're going to take crypto we're going to take crypto because we don't like you guys anymore and i think that's you know fuck the government man it certainly ain't what it used to be that's for damn sure that's for damn sure. Let's but, stop there. I got to pee. Yeah, I don't know. I got to pee. Thank <laughs> you. Well, you know, I hate that we always end our podcast this way, but it's been fun. So, you know, we're going to go. Uh, pee time. Yeah, we're going to go take pee breaks. So you guys have a good time, and we'll catch you on the flip.